podcast. Okay. And now what are you? Go to videos. I think it should just pop up. Is there a live one? Oh, here it? it is. Yeah, it's the yeah. whole page, yeah. Alright, I'm gonna play the fucking thing then. Get ready. <laughs> the Thurman and Lala podcast starts right now. There's been an eventful week in our little circle of, you know, friends and world and shit. Homoerotic escapades. Uh, furries. Spirit. The universe is herpes. Back my lips. It would be funny. I would laugh. <laughs> These are real things. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're biased, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't have fought it on a cake. Um, Does your mom or anyone you work with listen to this? I hope not. Does anyone listen to this? Yeah. 40 minutes in, we got raised. Camp down, raises, whack that dong. Oh, this is why the show goes so well. Does it go well? It does go well. And it's going to fucking start right now. Whatever. Come on, my clitoris. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's a Thurman and Lala podcast. Look at that. We tried to get a little professional with an intro there. Welcome back. I haven't listened to that in a long time. No, it's funny, man. And I tried to include anybody who's been on the show with a little snippet, and uh, I believe our friend Joe Russell might be in that intro somewhere. Uh, I missed the intro. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't see it going. <laughs> oh, well, no, it's just an audio intro of like different clips of crazy shit yeah. that we've said over the years. But oh, cool. you are so. This is our buddy Joe Russell, everybody. And if you've been a long time Thurman and Lala fan, you've heard him a few times. You've been on. So oh wow! Pretty... I, uh, I can only remember one time. Well, no, there's a time with the girl with the the boobs. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know if the that topless ha- blading, right? Wasn't dis- it? Was it that one? I think being referred to as the girl with the boobs might not have been their intention when they started. But you that notice program. how I knew exactly what you were talking about, <laughs> yes. though. And so everybody listening is like, "Oh yeah, that one." Uh, so I mean, it'd be different if you said the girl with the tits. Then I'd be like, "Oh, her," you know. But the girl with the boobs, I'm like, "Oh, I know exactly what you mean." Yeah, she just you know said the mean? girl with the roller skates. Yeah, well, they started. It was a group that started this topless blading uh, thing, and it was sort of a f- adjacent to free the nipple. I guess they had explained it to us. We were just making crass ten year old jokes the whole time. Yeah, she was like really trying but to. While that, while that, but that proves that they were fucking cool because she laughed along with it and yeah. like you know didn't like get all you know shitty about it. So that was they were very <laughs> cool. So topless blading, shout out to them. And uh, actually, today I went through because every now and again I'll lose the link that you sent me to the Cosby video that you made. And, and oh, so, no. like, the only time Joe will hear from me, like, every, you know, once every <laughs> six months, it's like, yo, can you send me that link again? Because it's the most brilliant thing. Dude, it's it's honestly, like, it's so brilliant what you did with that. Um, it, well, it, I made I made that when the, the whole controversy first happened, like, within the first few weeks. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny. Like, I was doing it on stage. I was doing the bit on stage. Everyone was dying, <laughs> laughing. And then, like, as things started to get more truer... And like more real, it's like to it now, and I was like, but it's but it's brilliant, dude. It's, it's like, so fucking brilliant. as the court case went on, more information came out, <laughs> yeah. and the numbers kept going up, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. it's like when I was telling that Ron Jeremy for a story. couple years, and I did that bit in a at like a Brooklyn hipster, super woke 
show and people yeah. were dying. Yeah. But I don't think you can well, do that now. Well, no, yeah, it might be different, man. But I'm no, telling you, it was ago. brilliant. And not only that, but the video editing was like just like I mean, perfect, man. Like, how long did it take you to make that? Well, I wouldn't recommend doing that. Uh, I did pretty much the opposite of what that. Uh, what is that? Lip reading? What's that? Bad lip popular? reading. Yeah. Bad yeah. lip reading. Yeah, so yeah. they did the they did it the right way. That's that's a better idea. <laughs> Yo, but no, it was perfect, and those quick cuts made it so brilliant, man. It's it was so. Uh, if those who haven't seen it, it's Joe like doing your impression of Cosby, which is fucking incredible. But and so he cuts actual Cosby stand up, just the the video of it, but to his right. own impression, and it sounds and it looks like that's what Cosby's actually saying, and it's fucking. I'm gonna tell you what to do with the pretty women. <laughs> <laughs> the cadence too, man. It was yeah. fucking. I was dying. You know, yours is good. That whole era when that whole thing broke, we were doing a, like two two podcasts a week, and we'd always have all of our friends over, so we had different guests. So I got to hear everybody's Cosby. <laughs> that's <laughs> Like, it's funny, like everybody who came on immediately started doing their Cosby. Some were great. Some some people would go, oh, you're done. and then they would reel back immediately and go, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Everybody's just doing an impression of an impression. That yeah. Heard. yeah. It it's like when someone down. does like a Schwarzenegger, man. Like, you know, my yeah. mom still, for some reason, has probably never seen a Terminator, but if she goes to the grocery store, she's like, I'll be back. And I'm like, why? But it's nothing like it. You what know what I mean? Reference. It's the lamest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I probably stole my Cosby impression from Eddie Murphy's. Yeah, like, so I, don't, I think it was and like raw. It kinda, or it's like I, a old... I tried working on it like when I was fourteen and fifteen. So yeah, it's, it's like an old while. Irish like folk song that gets passed down through generations. <laughs> and then, everyone has their own spin on and it. Everyone, and then like one year, the pudding pop gets added. <laughs> so now pudding pop has to become an essential for the Cosby impression. Let me tell you about the wreck of the Edmunds Fitzgerald. <laughs> So he's, I mean, from what I heard is like, he's in jail, but like, he kind of like runs shit. It's like Goodfellas in he's there. Like, the man he's pretty in there. set up. Like, I think he's, he's, he's cutting like, garlic with like a razor yeah, blade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's cutting his rohypnol with a razor blade. He would, cut, <laughs> he would cut the roofies so short. He had a great system for the roofies. It dissolved <laughs> he right in the them, pan. They would dissolve right in the thing. The girl would be out in seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably what that's what I heard is that it's like it's fucking Cosby and he's got money so like people protect him and shit. I mean, you know, he's a fucking he's an old hundred year old yeah. man. Shit. He's got one of them wobbly chihuahua eyes. <laughs> and, <laughs> it has gone astray, hasn't it? Yeah. I remember my one my one friend said about what he looks like in like fifth or sixth grade. So this was like a long time ago. He's like his nose is a different color than the rest of his body. <laughs> it's got like a Muppet yeah. Sesame Street face. Yeah, yeah, like, like how Gonzo's like nose a... was a different shade of blue. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Maybe he's like big on the suntan lotion on the nose. When he goes to the <laughs> he just, what the rumor was is that Michael Jackson donated it to him when, when oh. he, he made the switch. You know what I mean? <laughs> Some sort of backroom deal for Rudy. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, this got off the track. Uh, Yeah, so Joe is a friend of ours. We go way back, man. Like, back to, like, uh, the Twin City Kings days. Underage drinking days. Mm -hmm. The Twin City Kings. Barn parties. And Odd Moses, our old, old bands, our old high school bands. Those stupid bands that would write, like, goofy songs that was, like, you know, Space Frog or, like, you know, stupid stoner (laughs) shit. Do you know where Odd... Okay, so my niece and I, we watched uh, Wayne's World the other day. And for years, 
okay? I'm 31 years old, and since I first saw that movie, uh, I thought Cassandra's band was Crucial Todd, and it's not. It's Crucial Taunt? Crucial Taut, I think it is. Crucial Crucial Taunt. Like you're taunting them. No, is that, I don't know if it's taunt or taunt. I don't know, but point is, crucial it's not to- Todd. Like a crucial toddler. That does not sound crucial Todd. It, it's it's a fucking. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean anything. That's why I was like, oh, odd Moses. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Todd, odd, and that's kind of where that inspiration came from. And then right. I realized my whole life is a lie. You know, crucial Todd is like a guy who like has the van. Like <laughs> without Todd, this gig's not happening. <laughs> yeah. like, Todd is very crucial. <laughs> it's crucial. It's crucial, Todd. I'm gonna be late. No, you fucking make it. There, Todd. We need you, buddy. Um, now, Cassandra from Wayne's World, she wasn't that good of an actor, so I always assumed that she was like a real musician or like that was a real band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nope. yeah, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I didn't. Say, I, mean, I just no. watched True Lies a couple days ago. She wasn't singing any songs in that. No, <laughs> but I, I love I love hot chick bass players. That's my yeah. It is pretty cool. Crush. Yeah, it is. I, Wayne's World had a huge effect on me, dude. <laughs> like, they, were, they were broadcasting out of my basement. A couple of fucking idiots with cameras who don't know what they're doing. It's exactly what Wayne's World was. Um, yeah, but man, so, okay. So, yeah, dude, that fucking barn party. I remember playing that. I think it's the first time we did a gig with you guys. And yeah, I got Gabe Nazca's Gabe Nazcar's uh, barn <laughs> uh, for legal reasons, but that was a fucking blast because we had you guys set up in a corner, we had us set up in a corner. You did a set as soon as you were done, we started. It was fucking great. And then and we may have gone back, back like, and forth. Once yeah, or twice. I think so. Yeah, that was that was fucking killer, man. That was a wild fucking night, man. Well, we had a buddy of ours who <laughs> was Jim Morrison for Halloween, the Halloween party. Do you remember that guy? The guy that jumped through the glass. Yeah. <laughs> jumped through the... It doesn't even have to end a sentence. Jumped yeah. through the everything. Yeah. <laughs> he was going to be Jim Morrison and fucking hand it to him, man. He did a real bang-up job. Yeah, Because he, really he was did. a drunken problem the whole night. <laughs> it's not other... even like... You could probably get away with jumping through a glass window nowadays with modern glass but this is like yeah. an old farmhouse dude glass yeah window. this is like 1800 you somehow fucking... get tetanus from it you know yeah, tetanus yeah. glass exactly you get a disease that doesn't exist anymore <laughs> you get polio but he uh yeah that was quite the fucking night and that we was remember dude, singing, okay, so... uh, rage against the machine and i got up on like the makeshift like pizza table mm-hmm and it was just like a piece of plywood on like a barrel and it just flipped over like <laughs> Franco's pizza slices. A lot of people went into that table that Yeah, night. well that's the thing is he we're watching and we got a group of like hot girls dancing in front of us and we're young men. We're like, yeah, this is the first time this has happened. Rock like, and roll. This is awesome. And Matt comes through and tumbles through, knocks the hot girls into the pizza. They're all covered in pizza. Their sexy Halloween <laughs> costumes are covered in fucking marinara sauce. They're mad. The pizza's fucked up. I'm that's like, that's yeah. the biggest trap. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> we all just, it was like an airplane where we all went down the line and punched him, and we all had a different reason. He to ran the him. gauntlet yeah. out of the party. I've never seen anybody be kicked out of a party like that, dude. Like, seriously. There's <laughs> everyone there was waiting out. to just kick his ass, and then finally the one person did it, and the mob ruled, yeah. and everyone was just like, get him! and i felt bad because i found him like bleeding and crying in a field but i was like you okay man yeah you you did this to yourself yeah right yeah you really did but whatever i'll always remember his name you know because i don't really remember anybody's name (laughs) but it's always like fucking costello (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's like kramer yeah 
<laughs> well, there's enough of them that you can't pin it on which one. <laughs> I have a problem with that. No, that's fine. No, <laughs> with it, saying it other people's names that I shouldn't say. Yeah, and you only hear it in like a negative tone. Well, that was a crazy fucking night. But of course, yeah, we're man. talking about Elvis Costello. Yes, Elvis Costello got <laughs> shit-faced at a Halloween party we played when we were in high school. <laughs> I guess it was a, he was in a bit of a drought. Uh, <laughs> dude, so uh, what else? There was Okay, you were, you're, you were doing some magic at Legends when we played a gig up there, which mm-hmm. was also a bad idea to play. Yeah, because yeah, they put a, I did that for a long time. I did that for like until I moved out. to New York when yeah. I was twenty three or twenty four. Well, you were hustling, dude. And I rem- magic. I remember you doing tricks. You had some tricks, and you showed yeah. it to this girl who was a friend of ours. It was something with like little ducks, like you had little sponge ducks in your hand. Oh, the the sponge bunnies. Yeah, yeah bunnies. You made a multiply, yeah. and there was like a joke behind it. Like there's always comedy yeah. behind it. And yeah, but I mean, it's not like I. Not like those jokes that come like on the instructions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was always (laughs) great. It was entertaining. Great about magic. You can like spend like fourteen ninety five and automatically like you're yeah you have an act. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) I'm four minutes of an an ordained minister for fourteen ninety (laughs) five, and I perform two weddings. (laughs) I get my jokes from popsicle sticks, so yeah, that's why I'm in a basement right now. But uh, I remember, I just remember you doing it to this girl, a friend of ours, and she was just like, just just the fucking loudmouth drunk chick. She's like, "How the fuck did you do that?" And you're like, "Well, I can't tell. I'm a magician. I can't tell you." Yeah. She's like, "No, fuck you. How did you do that?" And we're like. Do you not know what a magician is? <laughs> it's like sort of the first thing is they don't reveal their tr- reveal your trick. Why won't he reveal his trick? And we're like, this is the first time you've ever encountered a magician. <laughs> like, she was so Haven't mad. Have you ever you... seen the Prestige? Yeah, you're so mad that you wouldn't tell her how you did it. And we're like, dude, that's like the code. That's the whole thing. That's the first rule of Fight Club. <laughs> I wish I would have. I, I don't think I can remember. I don't remember who that was. Uh, I was never really good at like hitting on girls with magic because what well, you're supposed to do yeah. is show them like a card trick or something to get to like break the ice get them interested in you do something unique and then what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to stop doing magic and you're supposed to like talk to them yeah. but what I, what I would do is 13 more card tricks yeah. and then like, you would oh try- I got you stuck in one of those fin- or Chinese finger traps yeah. uh oh for you yeah. why don't you come to my car I'll help you out Trust me, you can trust me, I'm a magician. And then I would uh, saw her in half, and she really didn't like that part. Because I didn't have that, I didn't really have that one down yet. And then you, uh, I think that's right around that time where you fled the area and moved to uh, New York City. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But that's solid, dude, because like we, we talked about comedy like years back. We would always just be belly up to the bar talking about comedy. Because if you're a real, like, comedy fucking nerd like when you meet a fellow person like it's you know especially around here like a suburbs like nobody knows i heard tom say rich voss the other day i'm like you know fucking rich vosses and we just talked about right. Voss for an hour because there's not yeah, i don't know people. anybody other than you guys from buffalo that listen to like o and a and stuff like that is the fucking shit it's the best i, I used to listen to that on the way to bosey's yeah every, for two years you know yeah but now that's great that you're you're doing it, adjacent man, to man. that world like uh, I, yeah, you know, yeah, I said when you uh, that you posted a video to Instagram of Voss and Bobby just fucking trashing you. That wasn't fucking. And I was incredible. like, that's to other people. They might be like, oh my god, Joe is being beaten down by his superiors. But to like people who are fans, they're like, that's fucking awesome. I, like, I was uh, proud of you. That's right a there, level man. up right there. You for like them. did? Yeah. You got like one joke in, and yeah. like maybe and like. <laughs> Voss I love said, that. Every Voss Friday, said he looked like Screech. He's like, I thought you died. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, yeah, it's fucking it my, great. My, my yeah. hair, I didn't have the hat on. <laughs> that's that's great. That's fucking great because those are when you meet like those comedian dudes. Like I've only like said hi to them briefly after shows because yeah. I'm at a dilemma there. I don't want to be the guy who's like I'm such a fan, bleh. but I also don't want to walk past a guy I listen to every day and not say hi. I feel like that's even creepier. <laughs> and yeah, then not yeah. wave, not even just say hey man, good show, thanks. And then just listen to him in the car on the way home. <laughs> like, that seems stalkerish. I don't know. It's still weird to sort of... I don't really know anybody other than Bobby. Uh, I've just had a few encounters. Like in the, So I'm actually at Bobby's house right now. I'm house-sitting. Yeah, I'm yeah. That's why you're from Bobby's Shed Studio, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's got a cool camera and cool microphone and stuff like that. that. But yeah. uh, I've only had a brush-in with a few other like comics like that. So I filmed... A lot of his live from the sheds. He'll bring like a comic in here. Oh right, like the this Benning- is all. I remember I watched the yeah. Bennington one. I remember, and he I'm did, sorry, which one? The Bennington one I watched. Bennington. Okay, no, I didn't. There's a few I didn't do, uh, but that's how I first got to know him. Yeah. Uh, and so I was sitting in here with uh, Anthony Cumia one time, uh, which was that's fucking wild. Yeah, I my got- mind was fucking blown. I was just like, I cannot believe I'm sitting right here. I. Uh... Um, I shot the shit with Anthony for a minute after Chip Chipperson show in Philly. After I shot the shit with Chip Chipperson. <laughs> Not Jim Norton. With the character. I've, I've met Jim Norton twice and I've met Chip Chipperson once. <laughs> and I was like, oh Jim, my God, yeah. he's really not snapping out of it. <laughs> Jim was in here. We did one with Jim. Yeah. And then I had to actually, I actually took the train back into the city with him. And he was just sick. He was just like blowing like fucking snot rockets the whole time. And yeah. like, he just didn't feel like talking and I didn't know what to say to him. What do you fucking say to him? But like, right. he was really nice. We did Gary Goldman and uh, a couple other ones in here, but we haven't done anything. Cool. No, so, we yeah. haven't done any live from the sheds how, how the hell since did you, like, COVID and stuff. I know you said that you were, you were doing that and that's how you guys got in cahoots, but how the fuck did you even get there? Uh, so I, I do stand up uh, like a couple blocks away from the cellar at okay. like one of the, uh, one of the smaller clubs and I got to know uh, his producer. So he, w- his producer does stand up. So he would come into the club and we would do spots together and stuff. He saw all the video shit I was doing and I just ended up uh, doing a bunch of like little intro graphics and stuff for uh, Bobby and, you know, just started giving him things like, here's a, here's some video for your beginning of your podcast. And I just yeah. kept doing that. And, Eventually, he's like, why don't you come and film the shed stuff uh, with me? So I would come up here and, you know, freaking out. That's <laughs> and <right>. then, uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, he's had me on his shows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. So Tampa. you're like a, uh, you call into the Calta and Kelly a lot. So him and Mike Calta, when the pandemic hit, him and Calta started doing a show. Yeah. Uh, he, so you, actually, Calta is the first shed that I did. Cause oh, yeah. I, I didn't even know who he was. Uh, and Bobby's like, here, why don't you come on over? and film this one he's one of my he's my best friend so like if you mess it up you know it's not that big of a deal it'll give us a chance to like work out the kinks i like uh, paul to hearing that one and bobby being like you know what dude this one doesn't even matter if you fuck it up who cares it's just a just as a tester well, i did the same thing actually a couple weeks ago with the our cheese show that we do yeah, yeah we had a guest we had a guest for the first time that was one of my best friends so i was just like you know if we lose the audio or we don't film it right yeah. or Oh, I Whatever. got three backups yeah. going in case any of this blows up. I got like, <laughs> <laughs> just so we have something to prove this happened. <laughs> yeah, but you've always been down with the video shit. Um, we did a little Mechanico shoot at NCCC, mm. a little for the video. 
Whatever happened to that? I don't know. You had it. We broke up after that. I'm pretty sure that was like at the disintegration, like the ending of the band. It's like the last thing we did. But like he, I remember seeing it. Whatever you sent to Steve, and it looked great. It was awesome. I was like, yeah, do whatever you want with it. Fucking. uh, But I do remember going and trip. It was the first time I had been there since I just walked out one day. And I'm walking around and I'm going like just into the into the field. Yeah, I just like reverse field of dreams. I just kind of disappeared into the woods in Sanborn. Fucking I'm I'm looking around and I'm like, God, these look like kids. These look like little kids. These girls look like little kids. And then another friend of ours who was with us walks up to me. He's like, dude, there's some pretty hot chicks around here. <laughs> like, Damn. Yeah, I remember yeah, when, when they all don't know what they want to do for a living. Yeah. So. Remember, I, I think I we used to ride. I'd pick them up and we'd go to, you know, end trip together. And then the one day, I think it's when you like dropped out or something. And we ran into somebody when we were walking out yeah. that we knew from high school. What? Remember that he was like he was like he was it was a buddy of ours like I just was wasting time and I was wasting like the financial aid was out so I was gonna have to start paying for this bullshit classes that weren't <laughs> leading to what I was actually gonna do so yeah. I was like all right the, later <laughs> all right that's fine like it's like Chuck E Cheese when you're out of tickets you're like there's nothing for me to do like this I place fucking get, sucks let's yeah go. there's nothing to do it's not like a cool place to chill. and like I was like I just signed the papers and was like yeah I think I'm done I might come back later I don't know. And then I ran What's into wait, yeah. what? What were you What's great about Ed Trip is you can switch your major like four times. It doesn't cost yeah. that much. I don't even know if I had. I think I was just kind of meandering <laughs> around. Like I was majoring in loitering. <laughs> That's really what I was doing. And I ran I into took theater. I was that was my first uh, my first major there. Yeah, it sort of applies to what you're doing though. <laughs> You know, performance, I guess, and stage. I don't know productions of things. Yeah. No, I was like, why am I doing theater at end trip? Like I could You should be your like a real What do you mean skill? they have one of the like... most prestigious theater programs in all of Western New York? <laughs> N Triple C. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> you can picture everybody with like a Western New York accent doing Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> to be or not to be. That is the question. Oops, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, okay, so it was some fucking dude from oh, high school. Oh, it was just some dude from high school we knew, and he's like, I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, oh, dude, I just aced my thing. I passed my thing. I got 100% and blah, 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 all these great things he just did. And I was like, that's cool, man. I just dropped out. <laughs> like, just yeah. like, it was so fun to like pop his bubble. <laughs> like, I worked really hard and blah, blah, yeah. blah. <laughs> You're like, I didn't. See you later. Yeah, no, this is uh, this party's juiced and I'm out of here. Uh, so, yeah, we filmed some shit there with all those little kids and uh, that we always talked fucking comedy. I remember you saw one of Hedberg's last shows, didn't you? Mm-hmm. At uh, Riviera Theater. Mm-hmm. Wow. And this is like three months before he died. Yeah. And uh, it was supposed to be him and the guy that plays the guitar, Lynch. Stephen Lynch. Lynch. Yeah. David Lynch. Stephen Lynch. Lynch. (laughs) And Stephen Lynch didn't show up. He had he got booked somewhere else. So it was just Mitch doing extra time. And he had like his wife open for him. And I think there's maybe like another comic from like last comic standing. It was pretty good. It was really good. I loved him, man. I I love him. You know what I mean? I the first um when you were telling me this story, I remember I just kinda like drunkenly heard you say Stephen Lynch and in my head went Stephen Wright. So I thought you saw Mitch Hedberg and Stephen Wright. 
And I was that like, would be amazing, dude. That would be Guinness Book of World Records jokes told that night. Yeah. each one of those guys is like quick one line. It's like a fucking like, Ramon. That's a man. million jokes. Like you would, your eyes would cross, or you would spaz out. It would be like a strobe what? light of jokes. Yeah, I don't think that would even. That might not even be good. Yeah, it, it would just be just like too much. Too much. Yeah, you wouldn't remember shit. You know no, what I mean? no, no, no. Like was... I do a lot of one-liners and stuff. Like that's I pretty much do short jokes like i right. follow in that those footsteps and i don't know how you're supposed to do like an hour of that shit i guess uh, I haven't time had you just yet. collect enough good ones <laughs> and hedberg's were so well it kind of applies to like uh what you're doing with Carlton kelly is like you say these jokes like hedberg would have these jokes that were so fucking silly but if you just waited a second the guys would crack. And I can see that's kind of what you're doing with these guys. Like, you're like, I'm going to say the dumbest fucking thing, but I'm going to get you to crack. Like his fucking yeah. is a hippopotamus, a hippopotamus, or just a really <laughs> cool apotamus. <laughs> and then you put it together and you're like, that's so fucking stupid. And then you're barely over laughing. You know what I mean? Like your fucking joke about your friend who fucks Chinese girls was great. <laughs> and it's just I so the, fucking uh, funny. The average person swallows. What was it? 10 to 13 dicks. <laughs> every night yeah every they're night. sleep or yeah because like uh, i was expecting you to do the spider thing and then a follow-up to it and then you just had dicks and i was like dude i started laughing so hard i was like brilliant genius fucking well pure, that's good you know? man. that's what's got to just absurd yeah. silly silly shit that's what makes well, me fucking laugh bobby asked me he's like i want you to do like a fucking weekly segment on my show and uh, I was like, immediately, I was like, I want to do new jokes every week. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, new jokes. Because since the pandemic uh, started, I wasn't doing comedy anymore. I wasn't writing anything. And I would, like, hated myself for not writing for. anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this gave me, like, an excuse to just, like, write five or six yeah. new jokes every week. Uh, it's, and it's getting really, it's getting harder. And it's getting easier in some ways. Like, I'm getting better at it. Yeah. But also, I've gone through like seven of my old notebooks and they're completely depleted of like ideas. Yeah. I, I no, have better. Stuff, I'm too like the word economy, especially in the type of jokes you're talking about is, is hugely important. Every word's got to be in its right place, but it's like a Beatles song. It's like, you got to write it over and over and over to make sure everything's in its right place. I have more ideas. Yeah. That like, the one about, all right. So like a Jewish, like if you can't, if you get a tattoo, you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery. Yeah. So like a kid saying his family, like he has to get a tattoo, but his family can't see it. So he gets a tattoo of a tip jar and his like dad pretends to not see it. <laughs> Do you get the idea behind that? But I got to like, great. I got like word it out. Yeah. That's what I'm better on podcast. I can explain what I'm talking about. I have a, 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 a raw one that I've had no time to work out. I thought of it actually on the drive here. <laughs> all right. Um, Fresh out the womb. All right. Terrorist recruit young and, uh, Oh my God, he's got his phone. He yeah, wrote so I, I, had wrote to, I had to vote, like, voice it. That I didn't write Great. it. Um, terrorists <laughs> recruit young and most idolize someone who went jihad before them. Do you think that there are hipster terrorists, though? And they get annoyed when someone they knew got their moment before them and get all jealous because they knew the terrorists prior to when they blew up? <laughs> okay. All right. I got it. I got it. You know, could lose some words here. Think <laughs> could lose around. a lot of words. I was like, hipster hit. terrorists. All right. I, the blow up is the part. Is the, the, that's, that's what the I'm trying thing. to get yeah, to. Yeah. But I'm like, how do I get? See, I, I'm more of a storyteller than I am. I, but hence, by that 
fucking joke. It was more of a fucking story leading up to it. You know what I mean? I when I hear like hipster tears, I think of like someone that like blew up before it was cool. <laughs> yeah, I think that's exactly you know. Okay. See, see, you're better. Like at this they thing. were into like. Like they were into the '93 uh, World Trade Center bombing. Yeah, because <laughs> the yeah, 9/11 exactly. was like the big famous Old one. Old news, but man. this so was like the cool yeah. punk rock underground one that happened. You gotta first, check out man. this Vegas shit. Man. Everyone's always talking about that one. This man. Vegas <laughs> stuff, man. I'm telling you, it's gonna pop off. There's gotta be those types of subcultures in any group. I, Wait, just, I, thought I was about, watching I, a I know movie how and joke. there was an angry little fucking Joe can fix the joke. Okay. I know how you fix Please. the joke. Do a do a uh, Muslim voice. Yeah, no, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on your tape for Fallon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a towel and everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Make it real. What is with all these hipster yeah. these hipster, hipster terrorists. <laughs> do you oh, think I'm, oh. not, I'm not gonna do it with uh <laughs> Well, the beauty of, like, I don't know, like, I, there's the old shows, like, you were on the one, the topless blading one and all that, but, like, there's a lot of those that I just kind of kept on a hard drive, because it was just a different time, and a lot of those guys <laughs> now, like, they were all drunk on the show, like, this one time I fucked this chick and I got shit on my dick, and, like, now he's got, like, a family and he sells insurance, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I can't have that out there. I know. <laughs> but no, I think we're, like, I'm fine with fucking just, you know, uh, putting myself in a position where... I can say that shit and like say whatever just makes me fucking laugh and not have to worry about repercussions. I guess. I yeah, I mean, right now, I mean, comedy should be unapologetic, from, man. So. What did you say? So I can pretty much say anything right now. Because you can't be canceled. <laughs> you do Because you, you do be... your own shit. That's why it's so important to do your own shit. You do yeah. the cheese show. You do, like, it's so important to be self-sustaining. You know what I mean? Louie was a huge inspiration with that, with me, like, I musically kind of took what Louie did, like, with his shows and specials. I was like, I'm just going to do, like, something in secret and then sell it on my website. <laughs> like, keep cut out all the middlemen, just do it myself. It's fucking way more work, but it yeah. pays off, and it's cool, you know? It's like and also, nobody's going to, like, no one's gonna, no one's knocking down my door. Yeah. You know, right. I'm. you got to just make your own of shit. And, and then they can't take that away from like you. It. Someone knocks your down, door your... Yeah. Someone fucking knocks your door down, gives you something, then you kind of own something, and then if and then they can take that away from you. If you earn it yourself, you can't be taken away. If somebody were to like find something that I said um, very offensive, which could very easily happen, but if they actually found it, I would be flattered first. You know, like you know what I'm saying? Like, oh wow, you you listened. Thank you. You know what I mean? What did and, you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what, dude. We, I mean, we get great like comments and shit like that from our people who really yeah, love it's all the show. Our other dumbass. But friends. we always like encourage people to say, like, even if you if you tune into this for fucking three seconds, you're like, that's stupid. These guys are ugly. These guys are fucking idiots. You know what I mean? I Tell us. Agree with all that. <laughs> I'm just saying anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like anything, and just I we wanted to hear it because a long time it was just. Just him and I, there was no live interaction, you which is a new element to the show. a week later. Yeah. <laughs> you know See, I mean? the thing about what you do, man, it's, it's, it's scary as fuck to me because you get immediate feedback from, like, these fucking top... Oh, you mean stand-up? Yeah, yeah. Like, that. who better to judge a fucking joke, you know what I mean, or to, to get an, a reaction from than another comedian? Right. Well, I, that's actually the whole plan is, like... I So I write them all on the cards, right? So mm -hmm. now I have... Let's see, I've done, like... I've done 23 of them already. 
with like five or six jokes each. So, I mean, at least one of them is going to be good from yeah. each show. So, I mean, right. that's like a whole yeah. new 10 minutes when I mm-hmm. finally comedy opens up in a couple of weeks, you know? You're good. Yeah, that's good. You, you know, use the time. Uh, yeah. Fucking is shit starting to. I mean, I know there's underground little pop up shows happening. We're playing those, too. You know? Yeah. You can't so really... the place the place that. uh I do 99.9% of all my shows every week is slowly starting to open up. And I think it'll be back within a month, hopefully, nice. but I don't know how it's going to work if people are ready to come in to see comedy. And cause right. I know I cause so. people get barked in right from the street yeah. for the most part. Uh, so I wonder Dude, if people are going to be susceptible to that sort of thing on my way through times square to this was after I was in New York city and I saw you. Yes, and which is so weird. We ran into each other. In I don't think it's City. that weird because I went to the fucking Olive Tree Cafe and I was like, I yeah. bet you I'm going to see fucking Joe here tonight. And I'm sitting <laughs> at the bar and I look across and there you are. And it just was not shocking to me at all. It's like we ran. It's like if me and Steve ran into each other somewhere. <laughs> like I'd be like, yeah, like and, and I walked over and you're like, there's fucking nine million people in this city. How did you find me? I'm like, We have similar interests. I don't know. You know? <laughs> yeah, I was doing comedy classes at that time because that was like. With Jeez, uh, six years Rick, ago, Rick Chrome was it? Rick Chrome, yeah, did, Rick Chrome, yeah. He was was he the dude who gave the speech on Louie when they were playing cards? Yes, I, yes. yes. And that old, was like, uh, yeah, we know the, what the, the circle jerks or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, he's talking about like gay orgies, and someone goes, yeah. "What if you do? What if you do if you see someone you know?" And he goes, "Say hi." <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. Rick told me is that Rick had told Louie that story, like so Louie didn't know anything about these jerk off clubs. So Rick told Louie, and then Louie... That's fucking ironic. Wrote, wrote the he really, Yeah, he really did some research after that. Yeah. <laughs> but but oh, Louie wrote the script. So he turned Rick's story into the script, and then Rick yeah. had to learn the to memorize Louie's version of his story. Yeah. So it's like a weird thing. Yeah, that is pretty weird. That's pretty wild, though. I mean, that's incredible, dude. Well, it's good. I mean, this is... Uh... It, it's really putting the test that, you know, people can blame shit on everything shut down. Like, yeah, that sucks. But like, all right, switch gears, do something else. You've been very right. active. The cheese show is great, man. Where did that come from? Uh, your girl. You know what's crazy is we s- filmed it the first episode like a week or two before the whole city shut down and before we knew this pandemic thing was going to be so huge. So we actually planned on doing that f- before and uh, yeah. the pandemic just gave us a whole bunch of time to like really that hone it in and like figure out what the hell we're doing. Exactly so I think we would have still done it anyways, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been as good or th- it wouldn't have been as thought out. It's exactly what happened to us. We just like, he just was like, let's start the fucking podcast up now. Like our schedules kind of opened. Mm-hmm. And I remember an early episode of like this new Thurman and Lala 2.0 era, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. Where he's like, I think this fucking coronavirus is going to be a real thing, man. And I'm like, dude, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, everybody you know, blows shit out of proportion. They blow shit out of proportion in three days. No one's going to be talking about this. <laughs> this is probably exactly a year ago. It, yeah, if you watch, if you listen to like the first episode from when we started back yeah. to like, and it progressed, and they'd be like, we're getting kind of getting more and more scared, and then eventually it's like, yeah. it, you know, it's total denial, and then it's like acceptance sort of thing, and then it's like anger, and then we're oh, like, I'm you know accepting. what, fucking bring it. You know, I'm, I'm ready. I was in acceptance mode, and then like, they're starting to book gigs again. I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> Shit's heavy. Um, yeah, like, my schedule is so full right now. Like, I I work a full-time job, and yeah. I 
edit cheese show at night. I edit another podcast for my buddy Usama. Uh, I do clips for Bobby. I'm writing jokes for Bobby's show. show yeah. A couple other things. And I'm like, how am I going to fit? doing stand-up every night now into it all so we'll see <laughs> yeah, crazy. i think that, that whole crew when i started listening to ona and you would hear norton was out working on sets last night and then got up and went and did radio or like fucking a guy like sam roberts who had like his own podcast like nobody's stopping you from doing your own shit and i was like oh these guys just do fucking everything they possibly can and it, and it pays off you know what i mean you just get more out there i do fucking a lot of podcasts now between me and him and me and captain and we do yeah. me and Steve or me and Pete do essentially what we do with the friendly foes live streams. That's like a musical podcast because I don't want to yeah. learn new songs. And I feel like a fucking dork sitting here singing in my basement to nobody. <laughs> so I like to just improvise the whole time. Yeah. Which brings me to a yeah. thing I wanted to talk about was I think, yeah. are you even wearing a fish shirt right now? Yeah. Every cheese yeah, show was... you're rocking a fish shirt. And I ran into I'm, you at I'm that. Trying. I ran into you at that fish show in Toronto. That's a thing. We also, uh, we, we had share that passion. I realized that most of my, shirts or fish shirts and i didn't ever plan on it i just was i was always drunk and i would always yeah. buy a shirt and then i realized oh these are all my shirts now <laughs> yeah and I, everyone gives me fuck you all my comic friends give me shit about it uh but they've never been to a show man it's hard to, I, it's very funny to listen to people who aren't into it like their description of it from the outside but if you get it you get it and i was I, at an umphrey's show on you know who knows what drugs probably very fun things and uh, i bought a t-shirt and a dvd to like possibly in my head at that moment to relive this amazing like euphoric <laughs> experience at home you know and it definitely like <laughs> you know what i mean that didn't work that was a waste of it was, dvd was probably like 40 bucks you know what i mean yeah. it was just like fuck and that was like youtube wasn't that big of a thing at the time you know what yeah. i mean like so you had to buy shit like that and what's, like, what's funny is I had a sweat, I had a hoodie on today. It was a fish hoodie with the exact same logo. And I didn't even realize it. I took my hoodie off before this podcast, and it was the same <laughs> shirt underneath. <laughs> like what a fucking loser! I, I remember actually at that show, man, because I was I was super fucked at that show, and uh, this guy was like, I, I these, got separated these eventually from you just guys. turned into meetings at certain points. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's uh, when I really started to think, you know, what am I doing? But like, all right, so everyone in the room is obviously fucked up, but this guy who I don't know is next to me, and he's just like. You know what I mean? And I'm like, and we like, you know, kind of look at each other for a second. Like, and I'm just, I'm have to talk to somebody, anybody, anything. I just have to say words. And like, and I'm like, Hey man, you like Umphreys? And he's like, yes. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> no. That's what he looked at me. He's like, no. And then I kept jamming. And I was like, and then I kind of like sobered. That took me out yeah. of the element. You yeah. know what I mean? I he like, did do you a favor. Okay. I was like, thank you. Yeah. Oh that, that, that guy. I'm sure. We have a million stories. But I thought it was like a town, I kind of, town ballroom show or something. Like yeah, that? it was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was on the, the second little tier. You know what I mean? What? You know what I mean? There's the pit and everything. I think I had to, like, excuse myself from the pit. There's a little more room. And then that's what I felt. I must <laughs> engage this guy who's fucking, like, so into the show and conversation. I think a way of the stupidest question of all time. What this, what, like, fish and the whole jam thing or the improvised music thing is to a comedian who doesn't get it would be like the difference between a live act and a podcast. You know what I'm saying? A live right. act is like, you're going to see fucking Billy Joel and he's going to do the hits The he's going to do everything that's written. It's timed out to work. 
it's worked on a set that they prepared in a podcast as they improvise, they bounce off each other. And then if yeah. you do it right and you have the right guys, it can lead to these fucking moments that even the band didn't see coming or the fucking comedians didn't see coming. And then everyone's laughing yeah. and pounding the table. It's a beautiful thing. It's like catching that lightning in a bottle. It's like, Oh, you should have been there with a podcast. You can go there. Right. And it's actually, uh, uh, it's funny that you bring that up. I've been, you know, I've seen so much stand up. I go to the cellar all the time. I've seen killers. I've seen a show once on a Tuesday night. It was uh, John Stewart showed up, Colin Quinn, Louis, Ray Romano. So it was like a, kill, a murderer's row, right? It's hilarious. But the funniest comedy show I ever saw was a improv show once. And that's because it just, they were, it just all came together. And I've been to terrible improv shows though yeah. too yeah, yeah i yeah. could go yeah it does they don't have a good reputation but then you look at guys like chris farley and stuff came from that world like second city and stuff like that where they would do sketches and more sketch comedy yeah the best shows the best show i've ever seen was an improv show and like 30 of the worst shows i've ever seen were improv shows. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that might apply to jam bands too <laughs> yeah that's you could true. go see the best one, and then you go see like all the carbon copy guys, <laughs> you know, who have fucking you know Space Frog as a song or whatever <laughs> the fuck. Uh, but that that's the way I see it is it's uh, is those moments happen that like nobody saw coming, and no like the musicians didn't see it coming. We all just followed this thing. We bounced off each other just like musicians do, and kind of yeah. ended up in this area that no one planned on. And I yeah. think that's the same thing as like a jam band to a fucking, but I'm sure if you tried to explain this to anybody, you'd get three words in and they'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. noodling. Also, you know, just, just the whole scene too, though. It's like oh a my big God. party. You know? When I took Lee to her first fish show, I was like, this is not America anymore. We are leaving <laughs> America. Okay. <laughs> this is like Godfather two when he's in Cuba and they blew up the car and all this shit. Like, this is, we are going into some crazy shit. Money means nothing. All right. T-shirts, grilled cheese and drugs are the only forms of currency. There are no laws. Those are not, it's not someone's birthday. That's not why there's balloons there. <laughs> it's a different fucking world, man. That's why it's interesting too. Cause you just get to go to like live on a different country for two days. It's great. And I get spoiled, too, because, you know, obviously MSG is right here. So yeah, I get yeah. to see all the New Year's shows, Baker's Dozen, when they did all that shit. They um, just And they just own that building. I went to, did you go yeah, to the, amazing. not the last ones, but the, uh, what was it, 2018 to 19, when they had the, they did, uh, this is what space smells like. and they had That was my favorite Mike. one. You were that, there? Yeah, I was there, yeah. We were, like, oh, right kind of kitty corner behind the stage. And okay. that one, I loved that. I thought that was great. And you know what it reminded me of? Remember in Muppet Christmas Carol when the ghosts come? Mar the <laughs> Marley, two Marley, Marley. Yes, that's what they look like. <laughs> it was that's my favorite like, part of that movie. I would just yeah. re, I would just fast forward to that part. That's watch why it, you like the, the fish thing. That's why you like the fish thing. Oh yeah, that, that was would, a really good one. Yeah. But the that way the like, when he played when they played lizards because it's New Year's New York City they played rock and roll Velvet Underground the whole thing yeah. is like MSG yeah. bounces the building fucking shakes they rock that yeah. shit so hard they came out for an encore and he started playing lizards and the whole place went Shh. just fucking silent it was chilling and MSG felt like it was this big and Trey just yeah. had it in his hand like a little bunny and he was just patting it it was fucking it incredible so it was, good in there it sounds so good and there's there. some people says in interviews he's like. 
I could close my eyes, yeah, and I know I'm in MSG. Like you could, you could blindfold me, put me in a place, and I would start playing. I would know this is MSG. Yeah, that's it. It was definitely you got that vibe in that room, and the amount of history and shit that's happened there. You know. Yeah, and then you're doing uh, then you're doing whippets in the parking lot after. Well, there's not really a parking lot. It's a no. It's just the street. next to the street. Yeah. So after that, I think I told this story. Maybe I don't know which show I told it on. I do. That's the thing with like you said about never really ending like full time constantly. I'm like I've told this story to either a friend at a gig at set break, or on this podcast, or on the other podcast. <laughs> I don't know. But we went to a pizza place after one of those shows, and it was one of those New York pizza places that had the signed pictures on the wall. Okay. So you're looking at some Yankees players and some actors. So you're like, oh, hey, check that out. Fucking Edward James Almost or whatever. And then you saw one, and it's Al Pacino from uh, Carlito's Way. And you're like, holy shit, Al Pacino. Like, that stepped it up. Al Pacino, holy fuck. And then you look, and he's sitting with John Leguizamo, Benny Blanco from the Bronx. And it's a signed John Leguizamo. <laughs> And I'm like, you might just want to take Pacino out of that. Because you, you get like, oh, fuck, Al Pacino signed this? Holy fuck, I'm going to take a picture of that. Well, John like, Leguizamo is uh, cool, too. That's still pretty I cool. Guess, every time I see a Son movie. Son of Sam's good. He's great in that. He's so I, weird. Yeah, but every time I, I'm watching a movie, it's usually like a fucking 90s movie or something, and you see like the, the cast list, you know what I mean? It's like Kurt Russell. And I'm like, yeah. And then fucking, and then all of a sudden it'll be like John Leguizamo. And I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> you know I mean, I'm like, all right. I don't mind a John Leguizamo. If they had a signed John Leguizamo, I'd be like, that's cool. But, but don't with put him Al in a Pacino. picture with Al Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> like, you Do you guys I mean? remember? It's like, yeah, P- fucking De Niro and Ben Stiller. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, wow, De Niro was here? No, Ben Stiller no, was, no. actually. No, it's the kid who played his son. <laughs> <laughs> the little fucker. Yeah. Do you guys remember every Pizza Hut had uh, those pictures of, like, King Kong holding, like, a slice of pizza? Yeah, kind of. I have very vague uh, memories of Pizza Hut. I'm trying to get my, I'm trying to get my hands on uh retro fucking Pizza Hut stuff like uh like the Pizza Hut cutters, pizza cutters through history. Yeah. Yeah. And the red cups and the lights. Weren't they, they have like weird like those dim like stained glass lights that would be yeah, like over a pizza pool table. Yeah. Oh, and they were like they probably had... stained glass like little slices of pizza. Mm. <laughs> How about the clock that sped really fast it said every time is pizza time or something <laughs> it's, or it's always pizza it's time. like it really is like don't stop eating fatso keep going <laughs> who referred to chuck e cheese as a child casino <laughs> that's the funniest shit big, really big rat start you child young, casino yeah, yeah. you know what i don't want to f- i hate like doing the fucking other comics fucking bit thing but like vecchi hones bit about fucking chuck e cheese is hysterical and everyone should go look it up right now not <laughs> my second. After no, this oh is yeah, done no, whatever. But it's so fucking funny. Um, yeah, that's quite the fucking establishment they had going on over there. Um, so I did, I did the new jokes once for, uh, and Mike Vecchione was on the show, and after every joke, he sort of was like, "Yeah, I think, uh, I think there's a little bit more to that. I think you could really." <laughs> Explore that idea a little bit more. <laughs> like, He's a funny motherfucker. That's fucking great it, feedback, though, man. Yeah. I mean, like, if I would tell somebody else, they'd be like, <laughs> okay. It's you know what I mean? But even me saying that terrorist joke to you, like, I'm glad that I could say it and then maybe work on it. Like, You know what I mean? Like, because I trust your opinion. It's not like you just fucking say it to someone. Like, you, these are your, not only your peers, but people that you actually fucking look up to, which is fucking yeah, sweet. Fucking good. Like, yeah. Becky Hillen is one of the best. Didn't yeah, he win the comedy great. album of the year last year? That one he I put no out idea. was so fucking good. 
He's just so that perfect mix of like just silliness and brilliance, you know. He's great. Um, something that we did a while ago, uh, well, years ago on the show. Oh, remember geez. when I came up with um, oh, geez. um, English words that are like how to speak Italian. Oh yeah, English? if you say it with an accent, it is fucking yeah. hysterical. So I have I drive a lot at work, and I started thinking about Steve's some... the guy who gets tied up by the Joker's henchman. <laughs> <laughs> he drive, he drives the money around. Yeah, I'm the money guy. So yeah, I got a lot of time to think. Um, about useless shit. So I, I started, you know, a, another one, how to speak Italian using English. All right. Yeah. Hippo gypsy. Armadillo porno. <laughs> Portopati salmonella. Albino vagina. YOLO. Melanoma paranoia. Uh, Yuma Arizona papilloma. Arpeggio chlamydia. <laughs> Lama dioramas panorama dilemma. Giancarlo Esposito Diarrhea. <laughs> Ringo Ganaria. Periplegic Montezuma. Cristina Ricci's Chia Sorrento. <laughs> Portobello Calamari e Machu Picchu. And uh, that's what I did today, so. Yeah, you gotta make it sound just natural like you're an Italian you guy. You do like speaking. a back and forth, you know. Giancarlo Esposito Diarrhea, Arpeggio Clamidia. You know what I mean? You gotta add the in the, in the middle of it, you know. Potterpati Salmonella e Labavino Vagina. Yeah. And it sounds beautiful, you know. It Cellar does. door, the most WrestleMania. Beautiful. WrestleMania was a good one. <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania. <laughs> add, add, add a number to that, too. Like, WrestleMania 13. <laughs> Dude, I was watching some YouTube video. I think it was, you know, some obviously some Jimi Hendrix thing. And the guy was like French TV. And the guy's like, well, let's have a wall. Jimi Hendrix, eat them home, book back rack. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck could he have just possibly said that tie those two together? <laughs> this is what the world means to Jimi Hendrix. You're like, what? I thought he was like saying, ladies and gentlemen, Jimi Hendrix and Burke Bacharach. Like, <laughs> yeah. Really? Like, well, this is quite the pairing. Um, that was probably like if it was an early thing, they probably would have had Hendrix open for Burt Bacharach. Yeah. You know what I mean? How they used to fucking well, Hendrix, throw him and be like he would be the opener he would for just, the monkeys. They would and hire shit. him for like a well because the monkeys <laughs> took acid and loved him, and then showed him to a bunch of thirteen-year-olds <laughs> and then scared the shit out of him. Uh, fucking yeah, it was a wacky business back then, man. That's just fascinating. Absolutely, man. Do you um? I know that you said your 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 material is like you're using it on the show. Um, do you have any that you would like to share with us today and our viewers? Uh oh, shit! I didn't mean oh, to put I you on the spot, man. You actually had cue cards in your mm-hmm. hand, so I figured. Yeah. Oh, these are the, these are the jokes I did uh, this week. I don't know if there's anything that I didn't do. Let's see. Yeah, this is one. Here's one that I didn't do on the show because it's not good. I just decided like five seconds before I went on, I was like, I'm not going to do this one. It's just as I read it all out loud, I'm like, this is a lot of words. What is that feeling? What is that when he, when you end the joke and there and then you sit there and go, okay, there it is. I'm waiting for the verdict. Like, didn't Voss just like boop and his camera? Was yeah, gone. two people I think just fucking clicked out like right. You're away. walking Zoom rooms. That's a, that's impressive. <laughs> That's the third time Voss has hung up on my jokes, so it's just... Uh... <laughs> to be fair, he might uh, that might have been an accident. <laughs> I'm assuming yeah. that uh, he's just going to do it every time. 
I think that's his shtick. If I was smart, I would actually write a joke for that's when he does do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know when you keep checking your losing scratch-off ticket again and again to make sure you didn't miss anything? That's the same part of your brain that keeps checking the fridge for leftovers. All I need is to match my Chinese takeout with my roommate's cold pizza, and I win diarrhea for life. <laughs> See, you can't do it. That wouldn't work on our show. Alton and Kelly will give you shit. Yeah, exactly. He'll start laughing I think like it's that, brilliant, dude. and then that'll make me laugh, and then we'll all just start laughing. Like we're not, we're gonna go do it as a perfect. Joke. I think it's your, deli- I think it's your fucking delivery, dude. It's like the way it's, your eyes light up, yeah. like right at the end of it. You're like, uh, here it is. It is. <laughs> That's the best uh, part for me, dude. And then when they're just like, nah, like next one, you know what I mean? Like, what, what else you got? Or they fucking yeah. click off, dude. Well, that shows well, like, you know. Bobby watch- loves it. Bobby loves it that Kelta hates it. <laughs> yeah. Which makes it funny. Like, when somebody's not enjoying what's happening, it makes it so much funnier. That's what, like, a lot of people don't understand. They're like being like, you getting upset at this is making it a lot fucking funnier. <laughs> I wasn't going to keep going with it, but now you're getting upset. It's making it very, That's very That's the funny. best thing you can do is probably let me know that, that it's it's bothering you. And yeah. then, yeah, and then it, you know what I mean? Then I keep going. Kelt is awesome. He's a really nice guy. I, I think yeah. he secretly likes it, but he's, he's got... Oh, but that's brilliant in, of his, you know, in of itself right there, man. Yeah, he's no, man, the, yeah, I uh, love those old warmer. stories. We, uh, I mean, we were talking. They just put that Patrice documentary out, but I love those old stories. How they would take each other to the hack court, and they would like have <laughs> they would hold hack court, and they would take somebody's bit and put it on trial, <laughs> and find out if it stinks or not. Like that's fucking hilarious, and that takes like real love and honesty. Like that's a beautiful fucking thing that a lot of people don't have. It's like a personal roast. It's like when you go and hang out with like you know you see like your cousin who's got kids and they intermingle with the other kids' parents. It's so phony and weird. Like they're reading a script about the weather, and then you watch those dudes interact. You're like, that seems real. That seems that's fun. That's like when you watch Tough Crowd. Like I believed them. Would, well, they're just they they were just so mean to each other. Yeah. But I think there's something really great about that. I think it actually made them so much more funny. Oh, uh, of course. It, I think that's something that the comedy community is sort of lacking now because I have everyone's like all like supportive now. Like that was <laughs> which really is good. funny, man. That was really great. And uh, so at our little table where it's just you know people like me that have only been doing it for six or seven years. Uh, I'm, I try to just shit on people and, uh, sometimes they look at me like I'm an asshole, <laughs> but yeah. I, I want to start that negative energy up. <laughs> That's my goal. Well, it's, it's sort of keeping everybody, I don't want to say in check. I don't know. It's just fun. Whatever's fun. Like it's yeah. just fun. I don't know. We can psychoanalyze everything. Like, it is good to be supportive. I mean, one of the things you say is like, these are the people who will say, fuck you to your face, but then behind your back say nothing but good things about you and help right. you. And like give you things like it's funny that Bobby like he gives you work and he and he lets you come on his show and then makes fun of you in front of the, the whole his whole giant audience he's been building for 25 years. Yeah, if they didn't <laughs> actually like each other, if he didn't actually like me, he wouldn't just he just wouldn't yeah. even talk to me. Right. I mean, yeah, you know? yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. So like he does nice things, but then he shits on you on the show, which makes it fucking hilarious for everybody. Yeah. I right, enjoy which it. I want. I definitely want it, you know? Yeah. yeah, like I said, man, that's like a rite of passage. Being shit on by Bobby and Voss is fucking pretty big. And I know we're just like, I'm just like the dork who listens to it all the time. because <laughs> Especially now, because you listen to every show. And, of course, the topic of, you know, Corona and Trump and all that bullshit. 
inevitably comes up, so it's fun to go listen to old stuff. It's fun to go listen to yeah. old O and A. Uh and it's very funny when you hear like Anthony go like, So what's Twitter? What is it? And you're like, Ooh, it's the fucking gun that is gonna shoot both your feet off. <laughs> <laughs> when I listen to those old shows though, like a lot of times I'm just like, Oh my god, I can't believe they were saying this stuff. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember the time. I heard time Jay Moore drop the N bomb like seventeen times today, just like and it wasn't that long ago when he had a show on CBS at the time. It's when Gary Unmarried was on. It was Jay and Patrice were in studio. And yeah. It was fucking hysterical. But Jay yeah. Moore's just dropping hard R N bombs and everyone's laughing. And he goes, then he's like, "I got to go do the View." I'm like, that <laughs> seems like how insane does that seem right now? Which well, to, to promote a CBS show where he's like a dad. <laughs> and he's on there doing Tracy Morgan's smoking PCP with Tracy Morgan stories on Opie and Anthony. Like it's just I mean, a different world. I I think I think the problem with people getting canceled and stuff is that no one's listening to like the context. No one's no, of course not. No one's like, where is this person coming from? What's their intention? Are no. they it's pieces of shit that stuff, are racist man. or are they it's clickbait joke does it come from stuff. love you, you know? know what also is interesting about listening to old stuff is we can go pull up a youtube video of bill burr and jim norton having this exact conversation in 2008 <laughs> like word right. for word like right it's just you end up talking in circles it's just people who want to have that talk it's part of their they think they're in some social club and all they want to do is talk about that stuff it makes them feel good and i don't know we just want to sit around and make fucking dick and fart jokes it's mm. not you know with an occasional racial yeah. slur. I mean, God help us, you know? Jeez. He's Italian. He's allowed to. It's in my blood. <laughs> and I'm part black. You know, I learned from that scene in True Romance, so. From the waist down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, that shit is so much, like, that is the funniest shit uh, to me, is that spontaneous stuff, those ONA years, a good podcast, like, the early years of, you know, like Bobby's podcast is still great, but, like, the when Soder and all those guys were, like, kind of newcomers, like, that shit was just fucking hysterical. There's nothing better. It's like you're a fucking drug dealer. Like, you're selling, like, a great feeling. You're selling pure joy right to people. Yeah, and I think you could, I think you could still st- say that stuff. It just yeah. you got to find your audience. I mean, yeah. look at yeah. The, yeah, the most, the most popular podcast right now is called Come Town. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, those guys they found their niche. Yeah, and uh, it's just fucking know. funny. Like it's just silly yeah. and funny. And there's, it's a big fucking world, man. Like I know, like if you've done some traveling, like, like well, when we saw you at the Comedy Cellar, we just flew back from Japan, so I'd spent like a week and a half in Japan. That's so right. I was like fucked in the head. Like my memory of the comedy cellar is like a dream because I wanted to walk in and just be like, does anybody have any idea what's going on over there? <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, did you guys know about this? <laughs> like I was in a real fucked up headspace. Is anybody aware? Because like, you know, you fly around the world. It totally changes your perspective. And then you realize like there is a band playing like a huge theater. So maybe not now, but like, that we've never even heard of. Like you can find, especially with the internet, you can find your niche audience. You can do exactly what you want. Find those people who like what you do and you can do it. You just got to do all the work yourself. I don't like the things that I am becoming accustomed to with. The, this. <laughs> You're just going to like end the sentence there. I don't like the <laughs> things that I'm becoming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, well that, that is a, that is definitely a daily struggle. What uh, I have become. It's a full moon. Fuck. <laughs> but like, um, all right. So I was at, 
work and I was uh, loading, I was doing the casino ATMs and I'm looking around and like every single, obviously person there has a fucking mask on. And like, at first it's no big deal. And I'm like, no, this is fucking weird. This should not yeah. be normal. I, because at first I was like, you yeah, just looking around. That's it. And then it dawned on me that this is oh, like, like last year would have been the weird. It still is weird to me. It's fucking, it's not right, man. And then all the cancel bullshit too. Like, it's like, everyone's afraid to say something, it's, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. But where, like you just said, come town exists. Like there's shit. Bill Burr did a fucking sold out show at the Royal Albert hall and did a solid 20 minutes on blow up dolls. Like it is, it is there. You just <laughs> no, don't, for sure. you know what I mean? It's just shitty for like younger people who don't have that power I miss, or don't have fuck you. Well, I mean, yet. obviously concerts and going to events and things like that. I miss that. But one of my, Things that I used to do at concerts like a lot because I did it accident. Well, I I let a fart go um, in you know a crowd and it was really bad, um, like really <laughs> Actually, bad. You're and, drinking, you're eating like fried food. Yeah, and like shit. fried food, fucking draft yeah, beer. Yeah, it's hot outside, and so it goes through like a filter of like sweaty, <laughs> moistened butthole hair, yeah. you know, and, and like you know whatever like disgusting thing I fuck. Yeah, and the drugs and the disgusting shit that I had the, the oh, night yeah, before. Oh yeah, you got mushrooms churning around in yeah. there, dude. So, you have a fucking. But so this problem. was in, in an indoor show. It was at the ballroom, and it was fucking rancid. Man, no, not the show. Like my asshole was rancid. I, I figured we we're probably so fucking. I was rancid, and, yeah. and like it was fucking awful. But I was like, the ballroom I was is the known for its it intimacy. Out. Like it's known <laughs> it's, it's, for like its. Sure, yeah. so I love seeing shows there, but farting there is even more entertaining because <laughs> ballroom then I'll actually be like, refers to because like I'll look around and, and people are like, like. The, like everyone's like, am I? Is it not just me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I that, think, do you smell it? And I'm like, who the fuck would do that? That's so disgusting. People are like, yeah. And that, so I would fart, and then it became a thing. It that would. I would just <laughs> let them go, and then just look around and wait for people's like negative reactions, <laughs> and then join in on that negativity and be like, this is wrong. Who would do that? Looking around, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of equated to the one time I I had these rolling papers that looked like cigarettes. So it was like the paper and then the butt. But then I was out and uh, outside of I think it was Rapids and I was smoking a joint. But it looked like cigarettes. And dude, the fucking security was swarming around me like flies on a pile of shit. But they could not land on the pile of shit because they didn't know where it was coming from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it, I had so much fun. It was like, oh my god, look at they don't know <laughs> what's going on. You know? I think what would happen if you farted at a rancid show? There'd be a mosh pit <laughs> and it would be like a circle. And it would like the air would just start to circulate <laughs> and kind of form like a sharknado of punks <laughs> in your fart. Yeah. I think that's what would happen. That that would be like that it would get <laughs> twisted up. It would see crowds in in the ballroom need, though, because yeah. it would need to be. It would become one of those like wind tunnels where you go fucking skydiving. Mm -hmm. You know what I that mean? Would like be in the ballroom because it's yeah. a circular room. And this yeah, is why show would be good for that. I think. What? what? I think a ska show would be yeah. better for that. Everybody would skank around. All the horns would fucking, cover up. You know, yeah, the, the horns are just blowing puffs of smoke <laughs> it's out. It just it rises to the band and they just blow it back at the audience, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. All those douchebags who like cut through to get to the front of the fucking. The tuba is just stage. a fucking amplifier for a fart. Yeah, essentially. It's just. <laughs> but uh, then, so I, I was thinking about that one time where all right, you know, like. I saw a video the other day of uh, a girl. She she posted like she had like one of those eye ring, you know, cameras right on the front of her thing, and it has audio right, right on her front porch, right? right? So 
the dude, she, she's like, this is the guy I hooked up with last night. And the dude leaves in the morning, closes the door all quietly, and then he rips ass and, like, walks away. I saw that. Right. And it's like, <laughs> and people were like, dude, like he, you know how long he was probably holding that in for? You know what I mean? And then I, I started thinking about date farts, like, post-date farts, that you've been on a date yep. for hours. And then as soon as you get – so one time I was on a date with this girl, and I we were out in Buffalo. We lived in Lewiston, so it's a long drive to Lewis or to Buffalo. You do the thing, the drinks, the, the, the even the whatever, all the workings going on in your belly, right? And then you come back, and you maybe make out or you get lucky or whatever. So you're really desperately holding this thing in. So I drop her off. She leaves. And it's wintertime, so the heat is blasting in my car. And I wait to make sure oh, she gets inside. It up. Yes, and that's it's wor- it's worse when you fart in heat, <laughs> you know. So like, I ripped ass for like fucking. She left the car and she walked in the door. I saw the door close and I let it go. And it was like a seven second fart, and it was loud. You know, it's powerful when you can hear the whole fart because you know how it'll do like that initial burst and then it'll go. You know what I mean? The rest of it. This was oh, like a, a, a loud like fart for the whole time, and I didn't notice because I was so relieved that like she had come back out to the car so she opened the door <laughs> and all the heat and the air of that it like it blew her hair almost like not the force of the fart but like opening the door and all that stuff and she forgot her purse i didn't see that her purse she left it right here and she just ate it like she just ate she every just bad thing about herself. me yes it, it, you know i didn't mean to <laughs> I really didn't mean to. And fucking she, you know, she well, just again, ate like the other guy. You were trying to be polite. You held it in the whole date. Yeah, for sure. And then I thought I was close to clear. I saw the door close and it's not like I, you know, put it in reverse and then <laughs> farted out the driveway. I just like sat there and kind of just like, oh, you know, and then she ate it. She ate the essence of Steve, like everything about me. She yeah, learned I, a lot. I started farting in front of my girlfriend, like a probably like three or four months after we started dating. And uh, after I did it, she was like, oh, so that's what you're doing. She was always wondering why when we were watching a movie, like I'd be like <laughs> tensing up. Like, why is my stomach getting all tight and stuff? Like, why am I flexing <laughs> to keep the fart in? I was on a first date and we were hanging out on this girl's couch. Right. And uh, I don't play the tickle game because I'm not fucking five, you know, but she was like. She was five. I was babysitting. (laughs) Um, But like, no. So like, so she was trying to, no, that was her flirting thing. Um, so like she was like, <laughs> I was like, stop, stop. It's how to stop. break into like being physical. Yeah, exactly. But I understand where it was coming from. But what happened was I let out a fart and we could both hear it. We didn't acknowledge it. And we thought that was the end of it. And then the smell came <laughs> and then we didn't say anything. And uh, I was like, <laughs> well, um, I'm going to. This was great. I had a great time. And still not acknowledging the fart, and it's still, like, right here. And I'm like, <laughs> I had a great time tonight, and, you know, I'd like to do it again, and which was completely because I never talked to her again. How could I? You know what I mean? <laughs> Even if she was great, maybe but I But you did it. acknowledge it in the way of just, like, you both understood, like, this transaction is this over. This is done, yeah. It's like the timer went off with a hooker. You're like, okay, that was your hour. We'll see if you never, you know, <laughs> so we'll see you again. <laughs> knowing both, knowing he's never coming back. Yeah. It it's was, like George, I, but Car- I George Carlin's to. joke, right? Where uh, he's like, if two people are in an elevator and someone farts, both people know who did it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've talked about like the super hungover, like your stomach is just full of acid. So you wake up, you have to piss like crazy because you drank 87 beers before going to bed. Just a nightcap, you know, 
and and you and you're pissing and while you're pissing your stomach it's all liquid inside of you you just you just kind of let one of those little thin out and you know it's going to be a problem you know it's about to so you fucking turn around real quick to sit down to just let all the draft beer out. But now you're <laughs> sitting right where your ass was like you kind of just <laughs> you just left that little cloud there for yourself to sit in. Now you're sitting there and just evacuating everything while with your with a face mask of it. It really like it's makes terrible. you confront yourself and like yeah. who you are. Nancy Reagan should have told the kids that <laughs> <laughs> I, I am, like I said, 31 years old and I still do this to myself accidentally, but I have not not learned i have a tendency to like fart before i get in the car so then it like as soon as i like i'm opening the door it's just my body just this, often, this happens often enough that you notice it and you've noted it yes but i don't do it like i don't like sense it happening i don't have the spider sense to know you know what i mean I do, like but a, i but i've been doing it for since i could drive that's how i but, realize that this is a problem but it's like I'll a reaction fart, you, you end up dragging sit the down and you, right exactly where like you were saying like you fucking f- fart while you piss and then you have to sit down and like basically yeah. just think about it you <laughs> well know you just I mean? put yourself in like an airtight container like if it rains you, yeah. nothing gets wet in there it's an airtight <laughs> yeah. container yeah. like that shit like on a spaceship mm-hmm. <laughs> you just farted in yeah. a spaceship but that's the thing like i could easily just let it fucking air out for a few seconds you know what i mean like why don't i do that but it's i'm like that I'm it happens in the car, every time and it's in the motion of getting in the car you know what i'm it's saying it's weird so, that it happens every time i wouldn't like, say every time i get in the car but it does happen quite often often enough that it's a theme it's like a pavlov's dog situation like i don't know if some there's got to be some <laughs> sort of like every time you're going in the car you're like i don't want to bring I do that i don't want to bring this with me but you never thought about the you know there is a bit yeah. of a, a haley's comet trail like a comet trail that follows you in well everybody's done the thing where you know you're on a date and you open the door and you put her in the car and you close the door and you fart all the way around the car until yeah. you get to the passenger <laughs> side yeah. everybody i am sure people have talked about doing that before uh but no like, but that's like what dude what what, i'm that talking funny thing that's like seinfeld and chris rock like jerry seinfeld has a joke about exactly that but in a i know exactly what you're talking about that's his vacation is he gets the car packed and when he walks around the car that's his vacation the rest of it's a nightmare (laughs) this is our version of that absolutely (laughs) and if it's you have like extra farts where you can't get them all out by the time you get to the driver's side door what i like to do is just sort of like pretend like you're checking like the tires yeah oh yeah <laughs> sure. oh someone left a little I, spot I, I you could probably it could be like hey these tires are a little full i'm gonna let out a little air and then just try to do a little yeah. <laughs> like do one of the you know do you all right so you obviously you remember the one so we were gonna play a gig and you tell the story better than i do because you witnessed it i i the one at the pub at the pub yeah oh my god classic this is classic classic <laughs> Fucking all right. So you remember the old pub in Lewiston, right? Yes. Like club pub night. Shit would get crazy. Mm-hmm. We play gigs oh, yeah. there. We play gigs there. So we get there, we set all our shit up. We we all go do like a little sound check. We go to the bar to get beers and we all reconvene outside. Now outside is like this it's not a patio, it's just a fenced in part of the sidewalk. But the yeah. fence is a U shape that goes further out than the door than the width of the doors. The way I can explain this is the old school hockey creases. Before they moved them in, before right. the no goal, you know what I'm talking about? How right. the crease okay. was a little wider than the yeah. net. The net is the door to the bar. The crease is the thing. There's a girl standing in <laughs> like I like that. That's the good. girl standing like in the corner of the crease, so that if you walk out of the bar, she's directly yeah. she's directly to your left, but very missable. 
if all your friends are standing there. So we all reconvene. We set up everything. We reconvene at the tip of the U. And this girl's over here talking on the phone. And Steve comes walking out and he doesn't see her. She's to his left. He doesn't see her. He just sees his friends. And he goes. (laughs) And over, I'm standing there and over his shoulder, a dude, five feet. I'm being like generous. She's right I'm being there. generous when I say five feet. <laughs> she's oh, I see her over his shoulder on the phone, and she's like, uh, like she made a face because you know the person she was talking to heard it. She's a, I didn't know because they all start laughing, and I was like, that was a funny fart. But what? No, why, you, you know, we didn't start laughing. That's what you, tipped no, you no, off. no. Yeah, it was the horror and the face, and just like the mere surprise. Like, it was like when you when you do your punchline, you're just like, you farted. <laughs> Yeah. On this girl, on yeah. this girl, like I think a tuft of her hair flew back. <laughs> like it was like you farted on this girl. I legitimately, she was I didn't know that she was there. I just saw my two bandmates, and we were outside, and I was gonna go smoke a cigarette before we started playing or setting up or whatever. And I had to do, uh, you know, I had to let one go, a really, really big one. And uh, she just ate it. I mean, she totally fucked it. But it was great from my perspective. Like, I had no choice. Like, I force-fed her this fucking fart. You know, in Godfather 2, like, Michael Corleone always has that guy in the black hat over his shoulder. That was that. (laughs) (laughs) It was you, you, and then she was the guy in the black hat. So, for me, I got to watch her react to just being farted on just directly at her face. <laughs> and it, it was like a sunny day. It wasn't even it was nighttime, beautiful. right? It was like a beautiful Who, She was day. on the phone, dude. Whoever she was on the phone with heard it. 100% it was so loud because it was quiet out. It was just the three of us and her. So I'm hoping that she's talking to a guy like, yeah, I just got here. I can't wait to see you. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, uh, that wasn't me. Was, yeah, I swear. Some guy standing. I ruined in front of it. Me. I ruined it for them. But oh, like, I didn't. God. I did not mean to, man. I really did. Because had I known, like, I, I, I wouldn't have done that. I, I like, I fart around people. Sure, that's funny. People I know, uh, you know what I mean, or talk about it to strangers on the internet. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that was a lift the leg and point. That felt personal. No, that I did lift the leg, like because it was funny to these guys that I share, like. Yeah. A fucking from room with that we all fart in. You from know her I mean? perspective, it's like when a dog like pisses on you, and you just like, like, hey, that felt like you chose to do that, you fucker. I like, uh, you know, when you have your friends around, you want to fart in front of them. I love like, like when you have like tight jeans on, and like you're on like a hard wooden like bench, <laughs> you can really. Really crack it like a real like a military yeah. snare drum, like a real tight. <laughs> you, could play, you could play taps. That me oh, of you that. know what? You know what's best is the fiberglass seats at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and what a better place to I fucking know. fill up on farts, huh? Jesus, I don't know. Like, Dude, could you fart in a slide of a McDonald's and have it echo out like a fucking? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, <one of> the... <laughs> it sounds like a boat horn. <laughs> Just an echoey toilet bowl farts great too. Yeah. I would, I'd like to like mic up like a toilet, just like a drum set, like put like, mm-hmm. put like the bass drum mic down there. Consensually. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, so when I, when I have these girls come over, right, I just mic their farts. You know what I mean? I mic the toilet. I don't, I don't watch them. Okay. I don't put a camera, but I do put a mic. Um, so he'd sue me. Um, fucking a good way to replicate a toilet fart, Joe, is to have like a, a paper towel roll. And you just spit it. I'm telling you, it makes the exact same sound. I wish I had one handy because I would show you. Oh, you mean you do it with your mouth? You don't hold up to your ass? No, no, no. Yeah, a good way to replicate a fart is by by farting. (laughs) 
Right? <laughs> that's that's a toilet fart without being a toilet fart. Thermopolis you know, media, everybody. I'm really glad I did this podcast. I wasn't sure until now. <laughs> I've actually, this skill. is probably the longest we've talked about farts for like a solid fucking like 15 minutes. Well, that's the thing with like you and your family and stuff. Like you guys, you know, you always say that you guys are... A topic yeah, of poop, conversation poop and farts have always been like a like a definitely like a go to zone because it's funny. It's not how is it not funny? It, Some people don't like it, man. I know but they I, don't, yeah. but the, everyone does. Yeah, it. but oh well, there's it's funny. You can admit that it's funny, but then there's like a bit of there's like class. Like you don't just like no, there, yeah, there's you don't just do it in front sit of in a nice restaurant and be well, like, yeah. well, it's weird because like when you're growing up and like farts are funny to your immediate family, the people who you know and love and trust, and then you do it out in the wild, like you know, in school yeah. or something. Then it's not. Then that's your rude awakening. You know what I mean? Like that you you find out that that is not a normal thing to do <laughs> by people remembering you as that guy years later it's like you were raised baptist and you got sent to a church or a school of like kids who like didn't understand your upbringing at all absolutely (laughs) because that's not a normal thing to be like oh not i wouldn't say okay with but i mean general fucking humor by that point though i mean dude i was the i was the fourth kid they stopped giving a fuck you know after the third one i think once my mom finally got a girl because i have two older brothers and and that's what she wanted and I was a complete accident. Um, and then they just stopped. You know what I mean? They're tired. They're old. You know what I mean? So their rules for, say, the older kids that they instead, hey, uh, potty humor is not appropriate except for, uh, you know, this. Ho-. I didn't get any of that. So my when your brothers convince them that, no, it's funny. Yes. Now it's funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. As we're getting work. older, though, you got to be more careful when you're like farting for fun in front of people. Because uh, I, I, I did a joke fart uh, about five years ago for my friends, and I shit my pants. <laughs> and it's it's a, it's a it's a really great thing. Uh, my friend showed me this this fun trick, and uh, I was in a I was at this magic shop where I used to work when I was like fourteen or fifteen, and my buddy did this fart joke that involves a real fart, and it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And what he did is he showed he, he came up to me like this, like he's going to show me a magic trick. Just like, you know, you know how magicians do that. He went down like this behind his ass and went like, like that. And then came out with his hand. And then as he opened up his hand, then he really farted. (laughs) That's incredible. So like the sound. That is brilliant, dude. And then when you're 15, like I almost died. Yeah. (laughs) So about five years later, I was in the garage with with all my buddies and I was like, we're all drunk. I'm like, I, I, I got a good fart coming. You know, it'd be funny if I did this thing. And I, <laughs> I did it. And I opened up my hand and I tried to fart <laughs> and it wouldn't happen. And so I forced it and I just like, I like dropped like a fucking like half dollar <laughs> in <my> underwear. <laughs> a little nugget. <laughs> Cause you know, Timing is everything with comedy, and it just wasn't <laughs> happening. I was like, oh, I need to help this along. I can't bomb with this. Going a little too hard. <laughs> uh, Kaylee and I went to like a... That's kind of like the like you blew your voice out. <laughs> <laughs> like you proved it. Like I really got to hit this high note, and then you went too hard, and you, you blew went your voice above out. above and beyond that joke. Um, 
we were at uh, Kaylee and I went to the Dominican Republic at some nice fancy fucking vacation resort. The place was like way too nice for us. You know what I mean? We felt out of place because this was like not a place where we we got like an in like somebody that we knew got us like yeah. The, you know what I mean? Like we shouldn't have That's been there. My whole life is being really nice places I don't belong. <laughs> and people looking at me like, why is this fucking? We're like, is, yeah, I don't know. You everybody know? just thinks I'm a DJ because I'm very high. I wear ridiculous sneakers. <laughs> like, they probably <laughs> just think I'm is that. Of EG, I the thought he died. Headphones gave it away. Yeah, I'm always got headphones. With <laughs> um, I'm like, no, we do 45 minute fart segments on our show. <laughs> I have to upload this now. Your Wi-Fi at this hotel better be fucking top notch. <laughs> I paid good money for this. All right. Oh, no, so, uh, I didn't. I just got points from buying it, other shit. It was like our second day there. I think in like you know, I was like daiquiri and pina colada happy because like. When you make that for your, you don't make that for yourself, but when there's a guy like on like standby ready to give you one every 17 seconds, you're going to fucking drink it. Yeah. So sugary drink. That's a tiny little guy. Sugary drinks will fuck you up. Yes. And so this was like, you know, 12 hours of fucking drinking these things. And then we went to this really nice, like Asian um, place for dinner. Yeah, part massage bar. And I shit in her hand. Um, <laughs> she was she hit my balls a little too hard, and I let one go. Um, no, like so, we we went out to dinner, and I was like feeling really weird at this point. I was like, uh oh, you know. So I think we were gonna go to the bar afterwards, and we met like some people, and we were talking, and then like I I let out a I was like by myself sort of, and then these people came over that we met before and were talking to us, and I I happened to shart right in front of them. Um, and so they didn't know I sharted. They might have heard a fart. They were courteous, and they didn't say anything. But uh, so I was like, I look at Kaylee. I'm like, I gotta go to the room. <laughs> and I uh, I went up to the room. Was the sound of it on an obvious shart? Like it was a yeah. You can tell the difference. It yeah. wasn't a hot. There was it wasn't air. There was yeah. substance there. It might be n- not as developed as a country, but I think they are well aware of what. Oh, a shart if anybody knows, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like all right. So I'm I get to the uh, I get I'm back to the, the hotel. Drinking water over there is not that great, which I'm not a fan of. No, I, I like didn't do it. Wasn't that. no, it wasn't anything like that. It was just you know like a million a daiquiris, daiquiris in the yeah. fucking sun all day, and then, I'm, I'm glad and then, it like, wasn't buffet like a hibachi spaghetti. place. What's that? Been, I'm glad it wasn't at like a hibachi place where like yeah. you have to excuse yourself while the guy's doing the act. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the volcano and stuff. It's like no, you hear a volcano with your shit. Yeah, you gotta like flip the turds into the. That's how they do it at hibachi. You ever take a shit at hibachi? They take a spatula and they have to flip the turds into the toilet. And they do all these tricks with them. And they light them on fire. Why? What I don't get. Um, what Presentation, is man. With the uh, why do they all dress like Marlboro men? Do you ever notice that at a hibachi restaurant? You, am I the only one who picks up on this? I don't know. What the, isn't the Marlboro Man a cowboy? Yes. Does anybody a, else know what the fuck I'm fu- talking about? Like Please live chat. I'm not following in. you. Not following. I, you. Nobody. I, has I haven't seen been to one in long enough to really. I'm telling, dude. I'm telling you. Uh, I've that, been also a restaurant. Right, like at a least year. okay. Go to Fuji Grill, and I'm telling you, they're yeah. all dressed like cowboys, like but like Marlboro Man specifically. That's what they think Americans like want. Maybe they're just maybe behind the times. I guess, but I mean like like the guy who decides makes that decision just like loves John Wayne movies or something. <laughs> Rich people are fucking crazy, <laughs> and they can do whatever they want if they want their staff to dress like fucking Hopalong Cassidy. They can make it happen. That's for sure. You know but okay, I mean? so I shit myself at this fucking at this bar <laughs> right in this resort, <laughs> and uh, so I excuse myself. I go to the room. 
Um, and in the process of like, I'm like, I, cause I'm not done. That was just like the prelude to what was to come. You know what I mean? Oh, it yeah. was like the that warning, the warning yeah. to the villagers that fucking the volcanoes exploding. You know what I'm saying? Like the Pompeii moment. Was, yeah. And, uh, and I fucking like, it was one of those <laughs> where you like pull <laughs> down couple, your pants to there's like a couple frozen hugging. Yeah. And, shit and on. just shit. Just like, <laughs> So like, all right. So I I get to the toilet and I like I take off my pants barely and it just I didn't make it in the toilet. Just to say, okay, Dang. this is the right. So I was embarrassed and plus like the dance party was getting started. So I'm like, all right. So I think I'm good. I'm looking around. I'm like, I don't see anything. I think I missed everything. Like I I changed my underwear, but my pants were fine, right? But I was also 17 daiquiris deep, so my judgment wasn't really up to standard right so oh, i God. get back down to the bar kid's like hey you feeling better i'm like yeah and she's like uh. <laughs> and then she looks and i like shit on my pants and she's like steve steve <laughs> like it's okay Mother it's okay go back to the room and either stay there <laughs> you know what i mean or change your pants at least you pathetic son of a bitch and luckily i had asked her to marry me the day before and she <laughs> said yes so i think that's when i think like, my body and like my subconscious just like let everything go. <laughs> it was like the true test. Like she said yes, but let's really see. That's your fucking uh, uh, Bronx Tale test when he's like, you lock the door. She <laughs> unlocks it for you. She's the one. <laughs> yeah. You drink 17 banana daiquiris, shit your pants, and if she cleans it up, she's the one. Yep. And <laughs> she is. She. I have is. a I have a magician friend who shit his pants right before he went on stage. He sharted. Uh, it was at a uh, it was at a banquet from four magicians. So it was all the magicians in Buffalo. Once a year, they have this banquet. It's usually at a nice hall, you know, where they have like proms and stuff, and everyone, and they have featured performers. Uh, and I, I did it before when I was I was the junior uh, featured performer before. But this guy was the senior performer, and uh, he was backstage, and uh, he's getting ready to go up. And they say his name, and he sh- sh- he farts and shits his pants. So he had to go up on stage and do an entire linking ring routine with with his underwear just destroyed. Can you imagine, dude, and there's no way it doesn't smell, dude. And it doesn't smell like somebody farted. There's it smells no like way, an actual like, human. You gotta have a shit. hell of a poker face to pull that yeah. off, too. Like you could just, even if like you didn't have a sense of smell, you'd look at his face and go, "I think that guy's got shit in his pants." Like there's no other face. You could see it in his eyes. Well, he was a seasoned professional, so he did dude, a good that's job. a fucking gangster right there. He made it's it like through, and he did the Carson whole thing. Says, uh, you know, one day you'll use everything that you learned. <laughs> so that was a very important day he learned quite a lesson that day do you remember uh when we were playing that show at sunset and uh it was a time where i wasn't wearing underwear for a few years yeah. and my favorite pair of jeans had like a bunch of rips in them and stuff like that uh, they were like my favorite you know jeans but they were old and uh i think we were doing sound check and i like bent over to like uh 
you know, adjust something on one of my pedals and like my fucking ass like split open like the mm. of the jeans. And uh, I, but like if I if I turn around, the crowd's going to notice. But so what do I do? So I just, you know, the whole band can see my ass essentially like <laughs> Greg, the drummer, had Greg, to stare yeah. at my ass for an entire. And he's s- sitting down, too. So it's like <laughs> what we talked about before about like you're just sitting right eye level at it. And well, uh, you, didn't have, you didn't have underwear on? No, I didn't. Oh. No, like it was straight ass through <laughs> through the jeans, you know. And I remember like we were asking people because that was kind of we were farther, we were kind of like far away from home. It was like a half hour back to Lewiston because it was out in Wilson. So like, um, it was a long because we. I was like maybe I can like I was asking people for duct tape. Like maybe I can tape my pants, and it just wasn't working. So I had no choice. We had a break, and I had to drive back to my parents' house. Explain to them what I was doing. You know what I mean? Try not to show them my ass. Uh, but all trying to be courteous, but like the time is of a factor. So I, I, I must, or time is a factor. Yeah. I got to fucking change my pants here. Um, my perspective on that is I'm in the parking lot with some friends at set break. Uh, <laughs> and we're just in a circle hanging out. And our bass player comes peeling out of the fucking thing. <laughs> Screaming, I gotta go change my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and like, this is, we're like, what the fuck just happened? I think Steve just should have spent, like you said, half an hour. Like, you probably did it in 45 minutes, sped there, sped back yeah. that whole that's time. A, that's a long everybody's separate, That's asking, as long as a fucking set. Yeah, is, everybody's dude, asking where the fuck is Steve is. And you're like, oh, he had to go change his pants. So I think he should his pants. <laughs> and, like, yeah. No, years later, after you could say I matured some, is when I shit my pants. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like, nice why did resort. Steve back up off stage at the end bowing <laughs> like a Japanese businessman? <laughs> yeah, would be great. funny is if uh, your pants split and your band had to look at your ass and you had one of those butt plugs with the tail. <laughs> <laughs> and, it was like, out Steve's a furry. <laughs> it's like my fucking what was that? Fifty Shades of Grey. You know what I mean? My master's <laughs> over there. We all... Yeah. So Kaylee's over there with the thing on her phone. Just <laughs> Every time she does that, the fucking bass goes on. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those iPads that control the sound for the yeah. band too. Yeah. <laughs> That's got. That would be a fucking. There's got to be some chick band who's done that because they have the fucking vibrators that go with the music, mm. right? You is fucking, that a thing? You where, put it like, in, and then you just start playing guitar, and that's how imagine. you can do get it done yourself. You know exactly. You know that's yeah. Imagine way. a sound guy turning up Steve's butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, he's just in between every song. He's like more, yeah. more, ba- yeah. <laughs> more uh, bass, yeah, more, <laughs> more bass. I got more nothing bass. up here. I'm just like <laughs> need some more. I need, my monitor. I need some more low end. <laughs> Encore. No, I'm good. Oh, man, that sucked. I couldn't feel anything up there. (laughs) That's what I think. Are you feeling it? That's what I say. Like, when I'm like, we want to set up, we got to get a fucking sound system that's like, when I hit a bass note, I want people to have to take a shit. (laughs) You want it to rumble them. I remember uh, uh, my dad. He's a musician, and he plays. He had this like kind of old guy. Uh, sure he would love this band. particular segment. <laughs> right. No, no, but it was it's sort of a, it's a bit of a segue, but it's the same. Uh, so like you know, he they played classic rock songs. You know, my dad. My dad's cool as fuck. Being able to play 
uh, music with him is like amazing and he's like a, a great singer and he plays guitar and everything um so he's playing with his band and like some you know like if they're like really into it like he because he's not very like uh he's not like a i don't know a showman necessarily but when he's into yeah. it he like you can tell like he'll take like a little like a, a little step forward type of thing and like maybe do something that would be out of his comfort zone so one of those things where, he, where he's playing the doors he's playing back door man or something like that <laughs> okay by the yeah by the doors right and then he goes well, and before the solo he, he's like come on girl show me that back door and he's like really into it and i was like did my dad just <laughs> say that to a crowd of people? And I remember my brother and I were looking, and he said it like all like, because my dad's like he's very you know proper, a little yeah, yeah. but he was into it in the moment. It was like his moment, and he just like improvised, but in a very strange section of the song. Thinks he innocently thinks they're talking about the door to her house. Yes, like, and she's like, oh, <laughs> late at night, like, oh, remember when we first started dating? You would sneak over late at night yeah, and come in the back door so my roommate. Didn't wake yeah. up like that's his that's their like rosy thing of it and we're yeah. the generation who's like you know that means asshole right? <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's over there like because we're the, we <laughs> fucked it up yeah, it was like, nice i'm like ow ow he <laughs> <laughs> like winks at my mom <laughs> come on girl show me that yeah uh, rainbow trout <laughs> <laughs> show me that hershey highway all right <laughs> It'd be even funnier if you didn't know your dad, and you just be like, "Dude, I saw this band the other night. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bunch of dads. They were a bunch of like nice fellas. <laughs> this guy was hearing like a guy who's like a teacher. He's not a teacher right. legally. I'm just saying he has the demeanor of a very astute. He's very well spoken. Yes, a very intelligent man. He's so, like, "Come on, girl, show me that back door." Yeah, and, and, and just even the way we're he hoping said that you it, all show but... us your back door after the show. Uh, now time for Mustang Sally. <laughs> yeah. He sounds like a really hip proctologist. <laughs> yeah. All right now. Hey, how was your day? Was it nice? Yeah, right, it's well, sure uh, nice out there. Okay, bend girl, over the table uh, show me that back door. Show me your back door. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> That's just a proctologist joke. <laughs> now it's time for Brown Eyed Girl. Everyone, who's got a brown eye? Girl, show me that brown eye. <laughs> The last one was all tit jokes. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to hit every bodily function. We're going to be here one day with a fucking like book on like the human anatomy. Yeah, I'm like, um, okay. What's funny about kneecaps? I don't yeah, know. urethra, urethra Franklin. Okay, I think urethra we can work Franklin. with that. Yeah. Is it really called, is it gonads, like a medical term? Because mm. I remember. That sounds like a fucking Pokemon or no. some shit. <laughs> the gonads yeah. are like the shitty ones. I choose Like some you. weird little, yeah. <laughs> I re- it does. Like- I remember fucking, and it's like two little Pokeballs attached to each other, <laughs> yeah. and then they open up. Or it's just Nads. It's like, go, Nads. Yeah, go, Nads. <laughs> but I remember, like, we would say, like, you know, you call your you fucking skateboarding and you land, you know, with the fucking like that. Yeah. And it would be like, oh, I got hit in the gonads. You call your nuts your gonads to be mm-hmm. funny. I didn't know it was like a medical thing. And, like, I remember in the seventh grade, it's like, we're going to talk about sex today. So everybody be mature. And I was like, I'm not going to laugh. I'm a fucking man. I know my shit. I ain't going to laugh like a little kid. She's like, say, we're going to talk about the female gonads. And I was like, Psh! 
<laughs> just like held my face. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> because you heard your seventh grade teacher say gonads, <laughs> which I thought was like street language. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, Mr. Thurman, pull yourself together. And I was like, I can't handle you. Don't say it again. Did you just say testicles? <laughs> um, no, it would be testicles. It would be male reproductive organs. She's like gonads. If you're, if you're, and you're in yeah. seventh grade. Well, she hearing, said like you're fucking nads or you're nards or some shit like that. You know I think I mean? there was a hair removal uh, product called nads. Really? And there was like it was like the cream they'd rub on and then rip off with the wax. I'm pretty sure it was Wasn't called nads nair? or nards. No, the nair was a different thing. It was fucking. I, I think <laughs> you're right. I think you're right. It's ball hair. Are you talking to me or Steve? Product? No, Nads, I think, was a hair removal thing. Yeah. That's, Do you have any the idea? suppressed laughter in class is, like, the worst. I once just fucking couldn't breathe after my science teacher was talking about uh, homo erectus. Yeah. Yeah, how could you not funny. laugh at that, dude? Like, come on. <laughs> and it's coming out of, like, that. Like if your friend kept saying homo erectus, it wouldn't be that funny anymore. It's a teacher saying it. <laughs> It's like that's a it's fucking amazing. It's like if the teacher farted or something. It's like we like you lost like the fucking cloak fell away. You lost your powers for a second. You know what I mean? It's fucking great. It's like kids swearing. Like a little kid swearing is the funniest fucking thing in the world. Yeah, that is true. You have to tell them to stop while you're laughing. Dude, like your a, your poor nephew, man. When we yeah. were when we were growing up, man, in high school, because he was just this little fucking kid that would just happen to hang out with us, and we were fucking teenagers. It was sort of like a Jungle Book situation. <laughs> it was like we turned this little kid into like a teenager. Yeah, like they would him, they would argue over the fucking Super Nintendo, and he'd be like, "Fuck you, man, it's my turn." Like yeah. at like at like three. Because <laughs> I remember, like he's like yeah, we'd be doing something, and he want to play, and we we're like no, like we're yeah, we're so mature. Like no, it's our time for video game time kid well no but it, i remember you were like three yeah. he would just run into a wall <laughs> and it would take fucking forever and he, but he, i know it was annoying and but then like, he would get upset he would he would <laughs> you would say like yeah hey, fuck you kid and he'd go <laughs> i remember one time he like walked away he like had it because that was not the first time he had heard that and he was like no fuck you <laughs> and like <laughs> And I remember your mom came down, dude. She was so mad at you. But it was the funniest thing in the world because that kid, I mean, he said it with everything he had. And, like, he was just like, no, fuck you. Because that was the catchphrase, just fuck you. It was very funny. It's very fucking funny. I don't know. You ever curse with any kids, Joe? <laughs> I have. A, no, this I, is... I kept it pretty clean. I'm, I'm terrified of, like, here's another fucking profanity with kids. Yeah, me too. And I always like I can't I can't say I can't talk without looking at me. I'm trying to not curse right now. I'm fucking stuttering mess. Fucking stuttering muttering prick. Fucking uh I have another idea for like a joke. It'd be a roast joke. For but this yeah. is what this is what being a fan is weird because you spent like your your buddy Bobby. I'm like, yeah, I know Bobby. I don't know Bobby at all. Right. <laughs> but right. you you know more about these guys. I know more about those guys than I know about him. I've known him my whole life. Like, right. But you, they're so honest on the radio, you feel like you know him. So you start to come up with kind of funny jokes. <laughs> so, like, it would be a joke about how Bobby decided to name his son. And he was thinking about it one day, and he stepped on a scale, and he looked down, and it said Max. <laughs> You get it? <laughs> it's a cute joke. It's cute. But I don't know the man. I don't know the son. It's inappropriate for me to be making jokes right. like that. But you know where I'm coming right. from. As yeah, a fan, I feel it, bad. I've made some fat jokes to him. Like, I don't know the man. I feel on, bad I about that, but that one's kind yeah. of too clever. I kind of had to let it go. It's pretty good. Maybe I'll use it. 
<laughs> you can take credit for it. <laughs> I can't believe you thought Unless of that. Unless you plan he on was your friend, man. hanging out with him. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were probably seeing him before I do. You're in his fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally in his house. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying and, that's um, like that's one of those things where like you do feel bad about it. Yeah. Those guys have talked about it. Like where you say shit on the radio or upon a podcast, you feel bad, but you're like, it was so funny. I had to say it. <laughs> I'm not saying that about this particular thing, but it's like it was there and you had to hit it. And then you go, I feel bad about this one. That video we watched last week, I'm still not over. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me neither. But that just shows my ignorance. You know what I mean? And that's that's me being honest. I thought this chick was just raging at some fucking uh, boogie woogie fucking piano. And turns out she had Down syndrome. <laughs> I filmed her. Because I thought it was funny. See, you know, look at the momentum just got weird. Because we both just got I thought it was funny because who jams that hard to fucking boogie-woogie music, dude? And then now I realize. It was very clear Uh, by the video, Joe, that this woman was not well. And Steve didn't pick up on it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, I sent you a photo. Or should I just do the the lame way and show it on my just phone. show it because I don't know okay so I was driving at work and there's this company uh, I passed by called Steve's Meat and they have a car that's wrapped in you know like the you know the advertising thing yeah it's yeah. called Steve's Meat but it's the littlest car can you see that no you can't oh <sighs> no I really can't yeah, yeah it's like a happened. see you it's like you're lighting me to get off stage. I know. Okay, time's up, man. And that's well, you my get time the. Too. It's a. It it's like a Steve's, fucking. It's it, a car that says Steve's Meat, it, but it's very, very it, small. It's one of those little electric cars. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the tiniest yeah. possible car that they yeah. can pick to advertise Steve's Poor meat. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Steve's and meat. I was like, mm, well, that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Like, I well, love fucking. Uh, the crazy fucking cars with the wraps on it. There's this uh, there's this moving company here in New York. It's called uh, Moisha's Moving Company, which it's like, uh, what's the slogan for that? You know, like, sure, we'll move you up to the third story, but it's going to cost you. <laughs> <laughs> what was sure, it? We'll, we'll individually wrap your silverware, but it's going to cost <laughs> what was the one you saw the other day that what? said like cash for kid stuff? All right, all right. Tell me what you think about this. All right, so it was on the back of a bus in Buffalo, and there's no website, there's no number, there's no link, there's no nothing. It just says it's a little kid who looks very eager and happy. It says uh, cash for kid stuff. Mm. That's it. It's very ambiguous. It's very to me, I immediately go dark. I'm like, this is fucked. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know if there's any the, other way. To these go weirdos with that. are getting like, you know, they're getting some fucking balls, man. Like, you know what I mean? They're advertising on buses now, but can you tell uh, groups like Nambla or something like that that they can't advertise on a bus? You know what I mean? Where, where, what kind of bus? Drunk? A city bus or a school bus? Very, a, very <laughs> big fucking difference. It was a city with this bus. particular. It was situation. a city bus. It All was right. a city bus. What do you actually what? the Lolita Express? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. I don't know. Very off putting, man. Because like, what the fuck is that, man? I like, think you it know was just I mean? they didn't. Have if I wrote, a, if I fuck, fucking put a, a status on Facebook and I just said cash for kids stuff and no explanation <laughs> <laughs> and just put it out there, wouldn't you be like, 
Uh, yeah, no, Steve fucking lost it, man. <laughs> and there would be guys with windbreakers that say FBI, like running through and <laughs> exactly. dumping this laptop. Somebody, out. yeah, exactly. Uh, but like you know, it's just fucking what a weird, lame business model, I guess. But it's just like no explanation, no link, not even one of those fucking QR codes or anything like that. It was just cash for no kids phone, stuff. no phone number, nothing, dude, nothing. Oh, now that okay, that's really really just rude. Cash for kids stuff. Like, and we were talking, like, it could be what, like, like you for, like, their toys? I think sure. they're selling kids stuff. They just didn't have another S for the van. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. They thought that made sense. They didn't see the creepiness in it. <laughs> and you did, and you brought it to us, and now we can't now see we it any other way. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, cash for kids stuff, or, like, stuffing kids, you know? That's, stuffing see, that's with, where you stuffing went way with, over. With what, you know? That's. That. <laughs> what if instead of a phone number or like a link, it was just like a meetup place? Yeah, <laughs> cash for kids stuff. Right? In the Ellicott Creek uh, men's room, <laughs> <laughs> or it's like a little like you know like a fucking Google Earth thing, but it's all the red dots, and it happens to be where all the offenders are in your area. You know what I mean? It's like geocaching, right? Yeah. I'm like oh yeah. They I was like, what is that? Like Bitcoin? I forgot about that whole geocache. <laughs> You would like go around and find money or something. Sort of geocaching is like right where people like hide different things, right? Yeah, around. Yeah, it's, it's like a guest book or something. Yeah, or like, you could, yeah. I think they should have like kind of combined the the predator map that you were talking about, where yeah. you look up the sex offender registries and it's all that. Mm-hmm. They should have combined that with Pokemon Go, and you go catch them. <laughs> that would be. That'd be. I'm surprised. No, but like, did, what, didn't they have a fucking issue with that Pokemon Go shit? Where people like people walking into would... the fucking highway. <laughs> yeah, but not even people walking off cliffs. But like, predators would play that shit too. And they, would you know what I mean? And they, yeah, they'd find be. like they're like, oh, I'm gonna put this fucking Charizard in the woods. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, a, a creepy guy is gonna find anything and exploit it. Put this Charizard in the woods like you're fucking baiting a bear. <laughs> exactly. What were you saying, Joe? <laughs> oh, I'm done with this. Yeah, it's important. All right. <laughs> I can only get in trouble at this point. <laughs> this fucking game's great. I caught like 21 kids. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened. I never thought of it. They like come that. to me. You know what I mean? Like no more. I can't be around a school, but you know but I can catch a fucking. Imagine if you went Pokemon. into them and you're like, "Hey, I gotta talk to you guys. All right, this this new thing you have." People could potentially use it to pick up children. They could put a Charizard in the wood and pick up the kids. They'd be like, all right, okay, lock that guy in that room right now and call the cops. <laughs> like, if, you if I was the guy that, who brought yeah, it to their attention. Like, this could be a potential problem. And they're like, no one ever thought of that. You're not well. <laughs> well you know, sometimes uh, you got to think like them in order to, uh, you know. Yeah. Police go in the woods. It's just like one of those glue traps with like 13 kids. To it. <laughs> We'll get him. There's like a bad, yeah. Like Did you bring Star that coffee, Wars, it's going to be a long night. Basket. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of Elmer Fudd traps set for fucking. You mean like a claw machine? Like we <laughs> get a stuffed animal. <laughs> That's how you said. What we, when we had that one with Jimmy, I was like, the fucking, uh, a rape whistle doesn't really work because it just lets other rapists in the area know that the party's over here. <laughs> <laughs> You should try that on Calton Kelly. <laughs> yeah, I give you permission. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I need I need some jokes. Sure, yeah. that'll be my first rape joke <laughs> ever. Be like, whoa, of them, man. Joe took a left. What happened? <laughs> he spent a week in the shed and went nuts. <laughs> he smoked thirteen. Why cigars is it all shit and yeah, shit and and rape get jokes that you have? Like, like, what did you do at my house? <laughs> yeah, this is a lot different than last week. Who you been hanging out with? You all meet a girl. You're like, want to come back to the shed? And you're like, no, trust me, it's legit. Like, it's it's a real. It's not. A, it's not a shed. But I mean, okay, I lost. All right, uh, you want to see some magic? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna make my penis oh, disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you've used that before. Yeah, that's like a, it's probably a stock line. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Yeah. I'm not. And you see, if I, it's uh, the take my wife please of the magic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the magic world. To me, I'm like you know that's new to me. I think that's fantastic. But uh, if I say I'm not a mu- uh, magician and I use that. <laughs> that wouldn't work out so probably doesn't work out well for magicians either but i mean if the, if you take the magic element out of it and i'm just like hey i bet you i can uh make my dick disappear <laughs> you know what i mean like that's my line to a girl or if i was off duty yeah, did the harry potter kids ever get like freaky with the magic stuff you could make some i mean they turned into teenagers oh, yeah. at the end you could just be like fucking naked as bendicus rufius maximus <laughs> you know <Arf. laughs> Rufius Maximus. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's you know, you can get dark with that. And I'm like, so what if I was like J.K. Rowling's editor, and then I brought that up? I'm like, well, yeah. okay, in the realm of magic, like I brought up the kid traps and stuff like that. Like, why are you thinking about that? That's not the thing that I'm gonna bring. It's not a reality I would like to face in my children's novel, Steve. You know what I mean? But I mean, Rufus, Rufus Maximus, is, it's got to be some spell. I mean, it has to. And somebody had to have come up with it. You know who's, I mean? the bad, who's the bad guy from Voldemort. Harry Potter? Voldemort. Yeah. It'd be so much scarier if he also raped the kids. <laughs> It'd be much. I think the stakes would be much higher. It'd be sort of a Freddy, Freddy Krueger situation. Yeah. So they like burned his face on the back of his face or something. I don't know how the fuck they did that. They moved his face around in the back of his head. He just left like a crusty jizz stain that looked like a fucking lightning yeah. bolt. That's really what it is. He just drew it with his dick instead of they, they tried to, you know, make it nice with the whole, like he tried to kill him, but no, really what he did was just use his fucking forehead as a cloth. Imagine trying to describe Voldemort to a police sketch artist. <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, there's no nose. No, there's no nose. All right. What starts off? He's on the front. He looks like this guy. Now turn the piece of paper over and on the other side of the piece of paper and draw the face. Because isn't that how like they first in the gets, first one? In the yeah. first one, he's on the back of the dude's head. I don't know if I ever made it past that. I don't you'd think have so. to that do like, like very first you'd movie. have to do like one of those old Bugs Bunny T-shirts that had them the front of them on the front and then yeah. the back of them on the back. What was That's there? how you'd have to I sketch had that it. Fucking Masters of the Universe toy was it? Many fa- many faces, many faces. You know the one that you could turn and switch his face. Yeah. You know Imagine doing about. doggy style with some girl and she has a face on the back of her head like, <laughs> looking at you. But she's the one who's not into it. You know what I mean? Like you're dating one Siamese twin, but not the other. So you're like, it's like banging the mayor from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) His head just turned around. You start doing shit he doesn't like. It goes to the side, the sad side. You start doing it good. He goes to the happy side. (laughs) You touch, you touch the butthole, and then the sad face. 
comes around. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Holy fuck, man. All right. I, we've, I yeah. forgot the fuck I was just going to bring up. I don't know, man. It's gone to a dark place. It usually does. This is a dark place. It's, it's just having sex with the mayor from Nightmare Before Christmas. This isn't dark at all. <laughs> some, I'm sure there's some extended scenes. You know? <laughs> As an animator, why wouldn't you animate the you fucking yeah. mayor? Of, yeah. Tim Burton was a weird guy, man. He might have had a fucking whole different cut of that movie before the producers fucking chopped it up. Do you ever see that uh, that trailer where they where they make Mrs. Doubtfire, but it looks like a horror movie? Yeah, they just kind of change the music, and it's yeah. it's all the they didn't like add any new footage. It's just really no. in a different context. It's super creepy. I mean, the whole they movie that, is they fucking did that with insane. The Shining once. Oh, you like, see that they turned into a positive like indie movie. Yeah, really. And they they had like rusted root play and like all the way, <laughs> all and, as like the cars like drive it up to the Overlook Hotel. I would like to. <laughs> that, that, dude, that's amazing, man. Uh, the music, fucking, definitely. Uh, if yeah, Rusted Root kind of adds that family quality to anything, that, there's those you know songs I mean? that you hear. Uh, there's a real trend, and I need to like make a compilation of like every movie trailer now has a very slow, spacey, sad version of a song we all know. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Right. Like Look a nice, new... like like a Billie Eilish sort of saying like, it's a, like a pop song or like an old pop song. Yeah. The... It's like Kings. all around me are familiar faces. Yeah, it's that vibe of that it's song. The, it's a but vibe, it's but just it's a like, song that's not that at all. She's my cherry pie. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> eight, the killer was on the loose. <laughs> seven, five. Like it makes it like ironic. Like I think one yeah. trailer did it, and they were like, "That's pretty clever." Now everyone it's does every it. fucking trailer, man. It really is. It, it's... Sing, oh bloody blood, just some bing, ba, with the ba, da bang, da bang, ticky ticky, bing. And Gary Oldman's just like, we can't let this go on. Dogs We gotta make a whole James Bond trailer. Yeah, they just do like weird, yeah, like slow, spacey, sad versions. That's it's every fucking yeah. They seriously, they're like, all right, that worked. Let's fucking do it for everything. That's Hollywood, though, man. Yeah, fucking hey, it's bought one house. I'm a backdoor man. <laughs> Come on, girl. We just show a quick shot of Colin show Farrell's me your backdoor. Yeah, if he was, yeah, if he was like, I'm in a metal band, that would be kind of strange. Show Come me girl. your backdoor. Show me your backdoor. Cheeseburger in paradise. <laughs> So you know what the fuck we're talking about, yeah, man. I would love to edit some trailers. Actually, Tim Dillon did just like release one like today, where it's that fucking say something I'm giving, but it's like a children's choir singing it. Yeah. And he made like a fake, <laughs> a fake trailer. It's fucking hysterical. But it's that same idea. Like, it, it look up any movie trailer. The Batman trailer uses the Nirvana song. They yeah. all just pick like, hey. Remember this, kids? Everything's so nostalgic now. Yeah. Everything's just a repeat of another thing. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. Dude, it's weird, man. Mom jeans are back. Mom jeans are a thing. You know yeah. what I mean? High-waisted everything. And you're, oh, especially, yeah, you're in Brooklyn, in especially in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. dude, you're in the thick of it. But I mean, it's fine. It looks great, you know, but it's like... And even like 
the fucking side part and the crazy like frilly fucking hair and acid wash jeans. Like some of the weird stuff from the 80s is like making a fucking comeback. And it's like, I don't know, the shit that I used to make fun of. And now it's like any trendy shit's funny because like you look at like any any of your parents look at picture old pictures. They're like, oh, I can't believe we used to dress like that. Yeah, and it's just you're looking at people going that you're gonna do that. You're gonna look back and go like, why did I wear suspenders for all of Dude, 2008? I saw like a relatively hot chick the other day, who, but like this definitely didn't help her at all. She had like the you know like uh, Napoleon fucking dynamite's fucking girlfriend, and it, she's got like the, oh, side, the ponytail. side ponytail. Yeah, you know, that's what she's had going on. I mean, everything else worked, and then she had that, and I was like, Dude, too much 80s, too much fucking 80s. Get out of Brooklyn here. in Brooklyn, they'll have that, and then the other half is shaved. Yeah. It's like the side of their head is shaved. You can do whatever you want, I guess. It's just like, it's it, the thing is, it's like. Get a job, lesbians. <laughs> you know, I can't keep it's up with It's just very these. clear that they're like, you're trying to just like hang on to like some sort of relevance, I guess. Like, yeah. And you see like a guy who's too old to get that shaved side of the head haircut that all the younger kids are getting. And you're just like, nah, dude, he's, he gets too late for that. You're like 43. It's fun. It's over. You're not. You're an old. You're a dude now. Just be a dude. Just be a, yeah, you've pretty much outlived, like, you, you've hats. passed the point of decision-making. Like, if you're still not sure what you're, you are, you're, you can't, you're never going to figure it out by this point. There's a certain point you got to give up on trends, on trying to hit yeah. trends. How about just a guy if you're an older old person riding a skateboard around? Yeah, that's just... I have a longboard, and I do enjoy skating around Lewiston until one time, like, I hit this patch, and I started fucking wiggling, and then I just, like... My whole calendar flashed before my eyes <laughs> of gigs where I had to play instruments to make money to pay for my house. And I was like, this is fucking dumb. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. And I don't want to shock anybody. The fucking health plan at Thermopolis Media, not that good. Some fucking duct tape in an Advil. <laughs> uh, okay, so if you're an older person and you you switch uh, teams, right? Genders, not teams. That's different. Uh, okay, say like Caitlyn Jenner, right? And uh, so she's she's relatively old, but she gets a like a new looking vagina, or do they match it to? I think the she has her penis surrounding still, which is a weird sentence to say. I'm just saying <laughs> that is a very odd thing. <laughs> no, it's normal, man. It's it's yeah, got to be normal, you know. Mass well, and fucking. So she does have. She's. I never. I don't know. If she I never met the gal. I remember so she, I she won Woman of the skirt. Year or was named Woman of the yeah, Year while still was, having a dick, <laughs> which is mind-blowing. That's funny. I mean, that's funny. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it great. is. It is. It's if so I could have voted, which They're I don't like, think God, they would let me. You all suck. Give it to the guy with a dick. You that's know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, follow suit here. Hell like, yeah. You know, come on. But uh, I know what you're saying. I'm, I know what you're saying. Do they like? Is it like having like an old car, a, but there's a new engine? Yeah, in like it? A, like or, a refurbished, like a yeah, exactly. They exactly. put in the fucking vagina of a dead sixty-six year old woman, right? Or is it just like so? Like she's like kind of wrinkly and shit like that, and all of a sudden you take off her pants and bam, here's like, like a this perfect twenty-two-year-old. Yeah, there. like this. You know what I'm saying? Or like a brand new dick and like a fucking old guy, you know what I mean? Like an old, you know what I mean? Like which, if you're an older transgender person, you don't have to worry about the tits because they're practically the same. You know what I mean? Did you, did you hear what Tim Dillon said about her, uh, her on Joe Rogan like a week ago? He said, "I don't see her as a man or a woman. I see her as a murderer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone uh, forgets about that, don't they? 
Yeah. Dude, that's why I loved that South Park, man. Well, that whole season ended with... <laughs> buckle yeah, up. Yeah, buckle up, buckle up. And fucking she would just always end up hitting a bunch of people. And nobody, <laughs> nothing happened. You know what I mean? It was fucking amazing. They just didn't let anyone forget, you know? Um. All right, man. We've been going for a while here, huh? Yeah, I got to pee. Yeah, me too. All right, buddy. I want. Thanks a lot, man. This is a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, I buddy, hope- let's not wait, you know... Let's not wait five more years to do it no, again. Absolutely, seriously, man. we can do this all <laughs> the fucking time. time, all the fucking time. And everybody, don't associate Joe with anything me or this fucking crazy <laughs> fucker has said. We're three separate people. Don't be like just because he was sitting with them. Don't fucking. It's him. easier for you he to say when potential. I'm usually in a different room. But now I we're know, together. But I don't want like him to get like a good opportunity and then them find this. <laughs> And then he gets Joe gets sent off to Shane Gillis Island. <laughs> like, I don't want to. Which do sounds that. amazing. Yeah. yeah, actually, it is. Sort it's of actually like, just Japan. That's all. <laughs> that's like when they're like, "Well, hey, do you want to? You know, gonna go to hell when you die?" And you're like, "Well, according to you, that's where Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath and Sam Kinison are." So yeah, that's actually Dude, kind God's of. God's got the go. worst fucking We're, playlist, like everyone, man. Like, go to church. The music sucks. I live across the street it, from a church. He plays the same song every hour. It blows, man. It's so lame. Say. Satan's got the best fuck. Yeah, Sabbath, Zeppelin, you know, that's the fuck that. Yeah, I'm putting my vote in. I'm getting get me a room down there. Yeah. <laughs> Good <Satan>. one. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks a lot, buddy. It yeah, was buddy. great talking yeah, to you, man. You guys. Keep see it you, up. Man. Everybody go follow uh Joke Russell on uh Instagram, Instagram. and everything. Yeah, Jokes and Russell. And we got a uh, new cheese show every Wednesday. Oh, the cheese show's great, man. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. All right, thanks a lot, buddy. It was really yeah. good talking to you. Thanks, guys. Take care. Later. And stream. And is it